you know, I be juggling. You know what I'm saying? I juggle a lot. I play a lot of positions. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, um, my mentality when I when I do start to be like, damn, this is a lot. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, you know, this that's what it's supposed to feel like. If if you are going toward what the vision look like, and that's like greatness. That's you know, on multiple levels. Mm-hmm. That's the vision that I'm working toward. So I'm like, I just think about that. Like this shit ain't supposed to feel you know, comfortable. It's supposed to be uncomfortable. It's supposed to stretch you. It's supposed to be a burden to a degree. And you got to, you know, wrap your mind around that and accept it and embrace it. And you catch some wisdom off of that. You know what I mean? Episode 58, Part of My Bullshit Podcast. It's none other than the voice of Gichi Luciano. In front of me, I got my two lovely, lovely co-hosts. Hey, bro, don't call me lovely, dog. I'm more lovely than he Turn is Turn on my anyway. headphones, though, please. Turn them down? Turn them up. Turn them up. up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Appreciate it. You good now? Yeah, I'm good. So y'all not so you're not lovely, but I'm not lovely. lovely. Okay. Uh, yeah, and I'm I'm more lovely than you. <laughs> <laughs> well, to my left, I got the the one and only Brie. Oh. Brie. To my right, I got my man the truth. Mr. In the Mr. Ginger Root in the building. Mr. G- oh, wait, hold on. Whoa, 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 now. Hold on. No, you can't just get that off. Talk to me about that. Hey, you know, like Allergy season is coming up, man. Ah. So, you know, you go to your local ethnic supermarket. I'm following now. But. You know, <laughs> I'm Jamaican, too. So you can't that, just, like, that, throw that out there. Yes, you can. That's the remedy. That's the remedy for no, everything. No, I'm saying you can't just throw that out there without, Mr. like, the, the... The backstory? Hey, the, yeah. You know what I mean? The origin of, like, what happened. You, you take the sip of the ginger root and it blows your mind. I feel your ginger tea. Save oh, everything. Wow. No, did you hear this, nigga? <laughs> what did you say? You take a sip of the ginger root and it blows your mind. Yeah, the ginger root tea. Blows your mind. No, but you just called yourself Mr. Ginger Root. Mr. Ginger Root. I blow your mind. Nobody is taking a sip. Right. Nobody is. <laughs> I see where you're going. Right. You, you might want to work on that before you nah, like before, nah, you, nah, before you spit that, that in these streets. That, that's the first time. That's the first time. Okay. Just first time. Trial. Well, <laughs> trial. Between, no... between us three, it didn't go over too well. <laughs> hey, but but they're going to be asking me about it. They're going to be asking me about it in the streets. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. But anyway, we're we back for another episode, man. It's definitely glad. Uh, very, Definitely a blessing to be in the building. Absolutely, I pre- appreciate y'all uh, showing up for this. On this, I be week. I be missing y'all, yo. Yeah, me too, man. Every six days, you know, when we, <laughs> I, we hear me say it all the time. I hate recording on the week weekdays, but you know, I knew recording day is Monday, and I actually I don't mind it, man, because Monday usually be on some bullshit for me at work. You know, it's the first mm-hmm. day back. You always face a lot of BS, so sometimes it feels good just to come through and, and just vent with y'all right quick. So yes, I'm glad I'm here, man. How was y'all weekends? My weekend was pretty darn awesome. You know, um, I got a lot done in terms of just um, general produ- productivity. You know, got got a chance to work out. Um, worked out with my my best friend and my brother. They, you know, they did a little uh, baseball tossing here and there. Um, played a little bit of basketball for the company and stuff like that. They had a little March Madness gig going on. Mm-hmm. And then on Sunday, watched WrestleMania, man. Word. And, uh, you know, I, I know it's all a big act, but shout out to Kofi Kingston. Those are the black niggas that won, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw that. I saw for, that. Yo, he's the first black WWE champion since, like, the Rock and Monk Henry. That's like, It's been a while, yeah. right? So, you know, I, like I always say, like, really pay attention, you know. We all talk about diversity and all this and that and the third. But how is it truly playing out? So it was just good right. to see, you know, somebody with that level of stardom, mm-hmm. you know, represent for the people. Yeah, I knew I knew nothing about it, but when I saw the the like the black dude with the belt, I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, it made me feel good because once again, you know, representation is key. Hell yeah, and it's still crazy that in 2019 there's a lot of firsts. Yep, you know, so it definitely was good to see that. So shout out to him. Yes, sir. Bree, I 
chilled Friday and then Saturday went to go um holla at my best friend that lived in Springfield because she fucked up her ankle. <laughs> so I, I I like took her like a little care package and um and braided her hair. Look at you being a great friend. I know, oh, right? Nice. Yeah. And then um was that the girl that was on your IG story smelling flowers? I mean, smelling the plant. No, that was the girl who hair who hair I braided on oh, Sunday because okay. I braided hair on Sunday and I was like she had already left out my house. And I was like, yo, I forgot to take a picture of your hair. And I was like, I was like, send me um a picture when you get a chance. And she was like, I just come back up there, like you can take it real quick. And I was like, all right, well, sit in front of my prop. <laughs> and that was she was like, uh, she was she was just like being silly or whatever. And she was like doing like dumb poses and um reached out like she was smelling the plant. And I was like, so you just gonna smell a plant? Cause like it don't it have, it no, don't have no, <laughs> no flower buds to it or nothing. Um, then I went to like I went to the Millennium Tour uh, yesterday night. How was that? Yeah, we were talking about that. <laughs> That's why she went silent. <laughs> That's the review. She was listening to Mario saying "Break my head." No, okay. Full review, very briefly. <laughs> I missed the first two acts, which were Chingy and Bobby Valentino. Um, got there right before Lloyd. Lloyd was my favorite performer of the night of the tour or whatever. Um. Ying Yang twins looked like they was down bad um, to the point where I got up and I went oh to get something God. to drink because I felt bad was for it like third hand embarrassment type jump. Yeah, That's crazy. yeah, I definitely Damn. felt like embarrassed on behalf of them. Damn, um, they definitely looked like they, you know, yeah, down and out. Man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, then they brought out a they brought Chingy back out. I guess because he was the first nigga to go on and a lot of people wasn't there, so I appreciated being able to see Chingy. He was mm-hmm. cool. Um. Pretty Ricky was definitely entertaining as fuck. It was like like a spectacle, I, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it was just super entertaining. Like I laughed a lot. <laughs> I laughed a lot during the whole show, to be honest. <laughs> I really did. I was wondering, I was like, yo, you think Yin Yang twins at this age right here, right now, mm-hmm. is like going getting on their t- tour bus or like going to their hotel room with like Groupies? Hell yeah. At this age. And Hell I, yeah. Oh, like right now in the at, good Lord right 2019. Right now, yes. like yesterday yes. after the show. And I, yeah. but that, I do believe it. Yeah. I was like, my homegirl was like, no. But I was like, nah, I think so. Mm-hmm. I'm like, trust and believe. It's, it's bitches out here that was still fucking Bruh, we, it's a, like Without question. Up where we was, I think the venue hold maybe like 15, mm-hmm. six, 15 to 17,000. I guarantee you, there's somebody that was in that room. At least that was, 70. That was ready. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. at least 70 yeah. bitches in there. At, at least ready. Yeah. That will fuck one of the Yankees, at least. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, so Pretty Ricky and uh, Yin Yang Twins were entertaining. Um, the host, the funniest thing he did was just walk around and joke on everybody. That shit was mm-hmm. funny. Um, but then they had technical difficulties, and delay, which delayed the show for an hour. Mind you, it was hot as shit in there. Um, so it the show was delayed for about an hour because right before Mario and um B2K came on, mm-hmm. so uh, they came on so late, that which I was, was the over worst. It. That the way that they organized that show don't make no sense. I don't know why you went from Mario to B2K to I me. Mean, that arrangement, yeah, don't make sense. It kind of dies down. I think, I think Pretty Ricky should have went before B2K. Same, the energy is to keep the energy as high as exactly. you can and keep it going, but you go from like high to Pretty Ricky. To dead, with, not dead, but slowed down yeah, with Mario to exactly. rev it back up. Just Mario should have yeah. came on after fucking Lloyd. Yeah, 
or and, before Lloyd. And honestly, then go to Pretty Ricky and then them. Lloyd was my favorite set. Because truthfully, most people, a lot of the women, from my understanding, just the entire reaction was there to see Pretty Ricky forever. Like to me, at, a, at our at our venue, they turned way up for Pretty Ricky. Yeah, they definitely turned up for Pretty Ricky, but it was a lot of it. Yo, the girl that beside me. That was beside me was married with a child. Mm-hmm. Her son was eight months because she was loud as fuck. So I knew like everything that she was talking about. Yeah. But she fanned the fuck out for B2K. That's funny. And I mean, jumped up and down, head was going all crazy, mm-hmm. like, ah, ah. I'm like, yo, wait, you mean to tell me you bitches are still really into little fits like that? That's why. Like, yeah. like that wasn't a phase. Yeah. But they fanned the fuck out for B2K. But I left after like their um third or fourth song. Okay, so you didn't stay for the solo Omarion. Yeah, I knew that that was gonna happen, but it was already late because, like I said, the show in the middle of the show it delayed it for an hour. So for an hour, we had to listen to a random audience members sing. <laughs> that shit blew me. Um, <laughs> they was booing and everything. They was like Mario, Mario. <laughs> That's <funny. laughs> um. That's how you know it was bad. They were booing to get Mario on the stage. Yes. Yeah, some people could really not. sing, but like mm-hmm. he was giving your ass three seconds, and if you couldn't sing, niggas was booing ASAP. Yeah, but um, yeah, I left after like the third or fourth B two K song because I did, I was like they not worth me getting being congested when it's time to get out this bitch, especially because I was in a parking garage. So oh, going yeah. down that little slope and we shared like the the driveway with a whole other parking lot oh, yeah, i was dead. like yeah these niggas ain't worth this whole traffic yeah, jam nah, that's about to happen yeah that's so. dead and i feel you what else is up there yeah i think i feel like the tour is about to wrap up yeah uh, shortly you know i've been seeing a lot of videos recently the last the show there i think it was down in charlotte so I, i've definitely been seeing a lot of the videos coming up so I'm, i would imagine they should about to wrap up we so. had a let me see a special guest where um Genuine Sing Pony. <laughs> uh, Biz Marquee came out during Mario. Um, Biz be popping up some places. But yo. literally did not say anything. He, did he beatbox? Yeah, I mean, he didn't do anything with his mouth. Oh, not, he just pulled up. He just walked out on stage and did a couple salutes, nodded his <laughs> head. Just like literally in the in the front of the stage, though, mm-hmm. like he didn't like hang back on some chill shit. Like I'm here supporting mm-hmm. the young boy, or whatever. He was like really like up there, like with no mic, saluted, no mic, no nothing. I was like, so we not gonna get like, yeah, nothing. Yeah, and he in the wrong audience too. Like yeah, at that some time, people probably didn't even really know, know who, who he was. Yeah, because yeah, when that song came out, we was outside the biz yeah. marquee range. So either you knew or you didn't. You don't, at that yeah, point. so to yeah. pull up and just on some fan shit is like my nigga. This yeah. ain't this ain't it. Especially if you're not about to be box right. <laughs> that's why you're here right that's what you're here for yeah so genuine came out biz marquee came out and didn't say shit and um what's his name again the guy from ucb oh trey yeah Yeah. he came out and sing um sexy lady during uh at the end of um lloyd's lloyd's uh but he sounded really good he sounded really good I just fucking hate that song, yo. I hate, like, it's it just crazy. Like, when you go to other places and they be like, oh, we're about to get into the go-go and the sexy ladies like the first song they play. I'd be like, yo, yeah. change that shit. I fucking hate that song to the core. Now, it's not, it is a good song, but I'm just tired of it. I, that's like the, the one go-to genre. I'm, yeah. I'm cool. Mm-hmm. I'm good. That's what's up, though. I'm glad you had a good time. Yeah, well, I didn't say all that. I mean, you had a decent time. <laughs> you saw some legends. You know what I'm saying? My favorite part about the show is the fact that I thought it was at Royal Farms. Mm-hmm. And it, in fact, was not. It was at a much smaller venue. That was my favorite part because I was like, yo, I'm really... I don't like concerts like that. Well, I don't like the... 
it's, just, it's a lot going on. So I and I last yesterday, especially after breaking here two days in a row, I was not in the mindset to be at Royal Farms. So when I realized that it was at UMBC, which is way small, like half the size of Royal Farms, I was like, a, I could do this. Yeah, I could yeah. do this. Yeah. Less less pressure, less yeah, anxiety. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, look, man, we here today to talk about a few things. So last, I mean, the world, the world we've been you know talking about this topic for a week plus now. Uh, last uh, recording session, we actually didn't record on the Monday, we recorded on the Sunday. As soon as these niggas left the crib, man, I, I was, remember I was sitting on the steps and I looked at my Twitter feed and I saw uh, Nipsey had been shot. And I remember yelling up like, yo, 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 Nip got hit, blah, blah, blah. That nigga hit me with the quick text, like, yo. Yeah. And I, you know, you see a rapper. I think he get, hit us in, in the group chat. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, you see a rapper get shot and it's like, all right, man, here go the bullshit yeah. again, right? But you don't think the unthinkable. You don't think that a nigga of his stature, you know, will succumb and get murdered the way that he he did, man. And I remember just reading all the the, the, the threads and even accidentally clicking on some of the videos. And I'm watching. I'm like having a whole wide range of emotions. I'm like, okay, well, he got hit. He, you know, he going to survive. Mm-hmm. Then I accidentally click on one of the videos and I see is the resuscitation video that somebody fucking oddly posted. And I see his leg and I'm like, man, it's not looking good. Mm. And, uh, you know, shortly after, you know, obviously their family wanted to keep the news kind of held tight but shortly after we found out that that nipsey ended up dying um he got shot i think they said six times he got shot in the head and you know the rumor mill and i feel like i'm running through this thing too fast man but it, it no no hold the, on no, slow, it, down, I mean, slow down slow down yeah. the nigga I, I and i know we're gonna get into this but the nigga shot him shot him <laughs> and the guy he he came there to to um give clothes to yeah. and the guy's nephew and then after he shot him, I think the first three or four times, Nipsey was running towards his car, and the guy went. He ran. He went. Walked away. Came back. Shot him again. Shot him again. Shot him in the head and then kicked him in his head. It's just this fucking. And then savage, got in man. the car. You saw that? You saw the video? No, no, no. Uh, I, I didn't I watch the video. The, I saw this. But this is this is what people were saying. This right. this yeah. is like what, what was happening. Got in the car with a, a young woman, and she drove off. Mm-hmm. She had no clue. That, Supposedly. So, allegedly. 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 Yeah. She said she had no clue that he had done this. So, yeah. yeah. Now, that's just heartbreaking, man. It's just heartbreaking, especially with somebody of his stature, somebody that was giving back to the community, somebody that, that created businesses and opportunities for those that just didn't have it, right? Like, the people that he employed at his stores were former felons, people that could not get jobs like how me and you do me and you can you know what i mean like to take somebody like that from a community that shifts a whole lot and the magnitude behind that is 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 so fucking great and uh i don't know i don't know even where we want to start with this man i don't know there's a lot we're going to uncover a lot this is like an onion right here for me i I think we could just start where you just left off with his uh community impact um, Nipsey is one of those guys, and, and to be honest, I, I I'll say this out front: I wasn't a huge Nipsey music fan, right? But me as a black man, me as a person in general, especially as a black man, you gotta respect it, right? Right? Like you gotta respect the moves. We all talk about, sorry, we all talk about making a positive impact in the community, inspiring people, you know, creating jobs, running your own business. Being self-made, making a lot of money, he did it. He's still doing his shit. He's still making money. You know what I mean? So it's like to do that, and then to also gain the respect 
of so many people just off of being real. I, we tell we say it all the time, being real and being authentic. It's not something that you need to tell people. You can just feel it, mm-hmm. right? So that's why when you get this news, for me, yo, I wasn't I wasn't a huge Nipsey fan, but I got the news and I'm like, yo, I felt like I lost like one of my homeboys, like a mentor, or something. yeah, because. I knew like real niggas see it. Yeah, you know, I don't like, have to, like I don't real have to niggas feel it, bro. Yeah. yeah, I mean, just look at the outpour. Just look at the yeah. outpour. Everybody from black to white, Hispanic. You know, what I mean, Latin. Uh, I say Hispanic and Latin. <laughs> I mean, Asian. You know, what yeah. I mean, Crips, blood, everything. Like the outpour of love from all these different groups tells you one thing, and the common thread between that is a real nigga just died, and everybody's impacted by that. And and the funny thing is, is I, I've been seeing this. There's so much shit circulating on Twitter, and we're going to hit on it. But one of the things that people consistently talk about is like the chameleon effect, right? Mm-hmm. People who they they don't necessarily know themselves, they just kind of blend into their environment, you know, blend in where they are. AOC was, you know, they was just getting on AOC about this, how she was she, talking and then she, she changed up her dialect and tone or whatever. Who? Um, uh, Alexandra, uh, what's her name? Acosta, the, the politician, the New York senator. That's, oh. yeah. yeah. So- they were getting on her about that, but I I like the chameleon effect. To me, Nipsey hustled embodied a complete whole person. Being able to have a white people voice when you answer the phone. Yeah, yo, <laughs> be, being able to relate. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. No, like, I, like, like, but that's what you mean, though. Yeah. Like when you answer the phone, or you, yeah. or you get around your uh, colleagues at work, and Facts. you don't necessarily overly sound like you from Baltimore hey, City. Right, exactly. Right, right, right. <laughs> and, and then, and then it's, it's it even goes beyond that because it's not necessarily that you're changing. It's yo, I'm still you still gonna understand and feel my personality, right? And I be and I belong, right? Yeah. So here's he a rapper. You know, gangbang or whatever you can call him. But the first thing you got to mention is that, yo, he was a real ass person. Absolutely. First. And, and as long as you're real, you can fit and sit in any, any room. Anywhere. Because everybody respects that. Exactly. I don't give a fuck what you look like. When you're real, when you're authentic, and that's the energy that you bring into that room, that's what you embody from the head, uh, you know, from the top of your head to the sole of your feet. People respect it and they gravitate towards that. And that's what I've been saying. I think that's the beautiful thing. Yeah. When you're just seeing this outpour, it's such a diverse group of people that are just sending this man love. Like, I think that's one of the dopest things. I haven't seen anything like this in a very long time. Think about it like this. I think somebody, um, I was trying to run through his last 24 hours. Yeah. And I might, I might get it out of chronological order, but basically this. He went to the Texas Tech um, Elite Eight again, yep. I believe, right? To root on his friend's son, who was on the team, who he helped mend their relationship, right? Because they had been estranged. He he uh, he was setting up a meeting with the LAPD mm-hmm. for the day after he got murdered. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. The reason why he was at the store was well, that no, was, there's one more incident. The day of, like the day before as well, there was a dude from one of their rival neighborhoods that just got out of jail. They ran into each other at a restaurant, mm. and the dude who was I forget his Twitter, his Instagram name. When Nipsey tweeted, it's great to have strong enemies, mm-hmm. he was actually talking about him. Oh. They had ran into each other. And he basically was like, look, bro, like, I don't got no beef with you. You ain't got no beef with me. We're so grown now. Yeah, we might have been aiming at each other's heads growing up. But now that you're out, let's work together to end some of this, this drama. So they took a picture together. 
and they had saved it. And the dude even posted like some of their text messages from the day before. Oh. They were going back and forth like, bro, it was good seeing you. Let's let's keep this energy going. Let's make an impact. And he wow. was saying, Nip had hit him in the text and was like, yo, I'm, uh, I'm going to hit you tomorrow. And tomorrow was, well, I'm sorry, later on that day is when he got killed. Damn. That shit's crazy. That shit is nuts, bro. That shit is nuts. Killed I'm going to let y'all rock. When, I, I need a good 20 minutes. When, when it happened, man, you see all these conspiracy theories going and niggas is talking about, oh, because it's a Dr. Sebi documentary and all this bullshit. It's like, my nigga, like, it's Fuck just it's shit. just hate. Fuck you know, come, when it Fuck come to find out it was somebody from his neighborhood, you know, apparently he went up to him and introduced himself as another rapper. And he walked away and came back and, and did what he did, man. I've been here. I'm so pissed about it. I've been hearing so many stories. Nigga, they say he was a snitch. The, the, there was one account where they were like, Nipsey told a nigga to leave his store because yeah. he's a, a known snitch or whatever. Right. And then people are using this excuse like, oh, he had he had just got out of jail like three days ago or, mm-hmm. or out of like a mental institution. All these fucking stories flying around. At the end of the day, here's what I get from it. Once again, you know, and, and I, hate, I hate to do this. Right, because I, I just like I told y'all before we got on the show, I don't know whether or not to love niggas or to hate niggas. Once again, you got another black man lost at the hands of another black man. Yeah. That's crazy, ain't it? I saw a quote and it said that uh, when we take out one of our own, we're embodying what white supremacy is. That's, that's fact. Fact, bro. <laughs> like the other thing that I liked, um, that I saw was, and I posted it to my story was uh Rico Love when he yeah. was talking about he was like, if you if you murder somebody that is giving back to your com- to your community, investing in the community, being a mentor to the community, to that your is, community yeah. that is doing good or whatever, even though you might not have any contact information with the feds, you may not be any way, shape, uh, um, or form affiliated with the feds. He's like. You kill that nigga, you work for the feds. Absolutely. You yeah. work for the feds. And I'm like, that shit is so deep, but it's so real. Like, the fed, all the feds want to do is take down, they want to keep us down. Control. So, of course, they want to take yeah. down whoever is at the top part of the community who is giving back. And once you start taking them niggas out, who do we have? And now the feds is looking at you like, they got them. good job. Good we, job. We needed that. Yeah. Because you don't know how many lives he's impacted. So you take out somebody that's changing lives and now they don't have that person in front of them. That's why it's important for the people in the community to keep that keep that same energy going, right? But he employed ex-felons, right? Mm-hmm. If they didn't have no job, who knows what they would be doing? Tell that story about the uh, the guy who would change the streetlights that you told me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like I said, just going back to some of the, out, the outpour of, of love, man. And you could tell... I always tell people this, and especially when it comes to relationships, you know how somebody truly is how they by how they treat somebody that they have no connection to, mm-hmm. no love for, quote unquote, no love for. Right? No, they don't owe you anything. There was a story this white lady posted on uh, on on Facebook, and she was saying that her husband has been changing streetlights on Slauson and Crenshaw for the last couple months. She said every day the husband comes home, he's like, man, well, this is a guy. He owns a shop in that in that, in that that shopping center. Every day he comes out, he gives me like water and chips or asks me if I need lunch or just offers me stuff. He's like, man, wow. come into the store. If you need anything, just let me know. Like, wow. I see you out here working every day. The lady says, you know, she tell her husband, oh, that's what's up. You know, he's a nice guy. When it's all done, you know, make sure you get his name, blah, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. She said that uh, the husband got home that day and the news was on that Nipsey got killed. She said... 
when his picture flashes across the mm-hmm. screen, his her husband broke down in tears. Wow. And was like, baby, that's the store owner that asks me wow. every single day if I want anything. That's him. That's the guy. And she was like, I had no idea. I never put two and two mm-hmm. together. Like she said, she's heard who Nipsey was. She wasn't familiar with his music. Right. But the husband had no idea who he was. Right. And when you hear stories like that, that's the shit that fucks you up. Because it's the type of it's the type of love that he has for the common man, not a nigga that owes him anything. This man just changed the street lights, bro. Right. It has nothing to do with him, but he sees this man coming out every day early in the morning. You know what I'm saying? Setting up shop in the hood. A white man. I, right. I'm pretty sure he's a white man from just based mm-hmm. on the picture. Um, you know, helping us out. But that's the greater. That's the sorry to cut you off. That's yeah. the greater understanding of it, though, right? When you can just changing the street lights. You're, you understand how much that truly impacts your community. Because think yes, about it, right? Yes, think yeah. about it, the street lights off in, my, in your neighborhood when you're growing up. It means a lot, nigga. I can't cross the street unless the lights is functioning. You can't, cars is flying up and yo, down. Yo, you're yeah. scared to go outside. That, that Legit. Extra, that extra two minutes that I got to stand the wait right here is the extra two minutes I might be late to class. And Young. you know when you're late to class, you go to detention. And what they always say, the, the school, the pipeline. Thing, it, like you, yeah. It's so many things that are impacted by street lights. And, Shit, that's that's life and death yeah. for most people. Yeah. For real, for real. I always say that uh, I don't I don't look up to none of these niggas. Yeah, I don't look up to not one of them. My mm. my superheroes are the niggas that I grew up with, the niggas that I looked up to growing up, the niggas from my my way, right? But I always say I've said this on a podcast before, and I said these same the same exact thing. To me, there's three rap superheroes to me. And I say this because twenty one savage. It's like no, <laughs> actually he's not. He's not he's that not, far he's off. Not, he's not far off. <laughs> he's not that far based on the on the criteria that that I'm that I'm using to judge these other yeah, three yeah, niggas. Yeah. But actually, when I was saying that, I was actually thinking of Young Thug to be funny. So let's just act like I What's said it? Young okay, Thug yeah, and thank, not twenty one right. savage. <laughs> he has a little bit of credibility. Credibility, us, yeah. whatever. Yeah. You know, when I look at my life and I look at the morals and the things that I stand on, I look at the type of man that I want to be and the type of man that I live for on a day-to-day basis. You know what I mean? The things that I want to do, the the hustle that I have within me, right? The motivation. I look at three three guys for that. Like I said, my my three rap superheroes is Jay, is Pusha T, and is Nipsey. All three of them individually, I feel like, have certain characteristics that I find in myself and certain characteristics that I want to strive for, right? The the whole idea, the whole concept behind the marathon is really, really dope, right? Not mm-hmm. everybody's overnight success. Some people no, are. No one. No one's no, no, overnight there are some, There are some overnight successes, right? Like some people might have a, that quick, quick one-hit wonder, but they go away. Yeah, but even but even that, that that's, I, well, go ahead. They, but they, even they go that, away, it's, right? it's, still, it's still work, right? Well, I, I yeah. guess to a degree. Yeah. I, to a degree. I, I hear what you're saying. But just ultimately a marathon, right? It's not a sprint. You, every day you got to wake up and you got to prepare like today is your last day and you got to take the proper step to get you to day number two and day number three and day number whatever. It's just like a, a marathon. Start at lap num- uh, mile number one and you work your way all the way up to, was it 26, 26? miles or whatever yeah. the case? It's a long day. This is a long ride. There's no rush. Enjoy the moment. When we talk about this all the time, celebrate your small accomplishments. Once you cross that mile number one and mile number two or mile number three, 26 celebrated every single time because you don't know when your last day is going to be and to me that's what embodies the marathon his whole concept i've been doing this for a long time he just put out his first his technically he just put out his first album Mm -hmm. at 33 years old but he's been doing it for so long once again it's not a sprint it's a marathon yes it's going to take me you know 15 plus years to put out my first album but in the process of me doing that i've 
I I started off with a store. Then I started off with a barbershop. Then I bought the whole fucking complex. You know what I mean? I've signed this deal and I got my bag here. I've done, I've appeared in movies. Like it's a process. You don't have to rush this shit. As long as I'm making impact on every single step, I'm accomplishing my goals. I come from, I said this on, you know, at the beginning of the other podcast, I come from the pits of hell. I come from the largest gang in LA that's hated by everybody. I'm surrounded by enemies. I've made it through and now I'm in the industry and I'm going to show you niggas that I don't have to rush this shit. I can take my time and I'm going to still make the moves that, that impact my community on a day-to-day basis. And when I look at that shit, that shit is the type of thing that we strive for every day. I'm going to let Rio get hers off. No, I mean, I, I, got I, just, was, I just was looking at, a, uh, I mean, listening to another interview, him explaining the, the um, so not the, mar- the marathon, but the victory lap. Mm-hmm. And he was basically talking about how it's not necessarily about <clears throat> him feeling like he's won and it's over and now he doesn't have to work. It's just him winning this one this one particular race. One race. And the race being the fact that he now is in a position to be able to give back. He now is in that position to be able to to, you know, invest and, and share what he's learning and stuff like that. So he's like, the marathon isn't over. The marathon is never over. But Sometimes you do have to celebrate those victory laps where it's like you just came off off of a big hump or a big win. Even though the marathon still continues, it's like one part of this race is at least, you know, is over. And I I won. Yep. And I won. No, that's right. And and the key, listening to y'all speak is a wonderful thing, right? Because she just said it. Like, the marathon is never ending. But in taking those victory laps, you realize, like, the marathon is, is a collection of individual races individual right races, if you if you want to think of it like that if you want to break it down they always talk about getting your second win getting your third win getting your fourth win getting your fifth win right this is how i feel like nipsey would look at things and this is how i try to look at things and for a long time i was struggling in terms of celebrating my small successes because i wouldn't i would just bypass them right but then there was a point in time where I would celebrate my small successes too much, where the celebration would actually burn down everything I just worked for, mm-hmm. right? So you think about it, right? Oh, you you in the gym. You hit your goal of being 175 pounds, 10% body fat or whatever. How are you going to celebrate? Some people, they'll go straight to the club, turn up for the whole night, and erase some of the, the, work, that the work that they just put in, mm-hmm. right? I look at Nipsey. And I look at how he put in the work, he win, he, he, he won, he's winning, he still wins, but his celebration is putting it back into the community. Right. So even when you do celebrate, it's still building you up. It's still building the people up around you. Mm-hmm. You'll, you'll never fall. You, you, you do nothing that is self-destructive. The only time you can hurt yourself is not from someone else, is when you're being self-destructive. Because at that point, I know he realized that no one else could take away anything from him. Mm-hmm. Even if they took away his life, look what happens. He's still out here inspiring people. Right, right, you know right, what I mean? Right, like right. He's still making moves for his family. All, all four, four mixtapes and an album on billboards right now, top, mm-hmm. uh, top 200. Yeah. So it's like that mindset. Yes, celebrate. But how are you celebrating? Really break down the full race because celebration is a part of the race. 
just like preparation is a like part make of the sure race. Your, the celebration matches the work that you actually right. Do. Don't <laughs> you know what I mean? Like like yeah, simple as that. Like don't be don't do anything detrimental. It's so easy to live, man. Do do the shit that you Bria always tells me. Do the shit you love to do and keep doing it. It's as simple as that. Mm-hmm. Don't do anything. If if you know you have an issue with drinking, well, look, go drink water. Turn that issue into something that can help you. You have an issue with drinking, well, continue drinking, drink water. Mm-hmm. You don't, you know, you have an issue with your weight where it's you eating an unhealthy food, well, then OD on something good. You know, substitute fried chicken for berries. We was just talking about that. <laughs> like, for real. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. even start small, substitute fried chicken for baked chicken. Right, right. Then try to eat baked chicken without the hot sauce. Yeah. Now look at you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's real. That's so real. So that's, that's the important piece that I, I took from it all. And that's why I was so hurt. Because I'm like, damn. Like, people don't understand the magnitude of this shit. Because mm-hmm. then you, what blows me, and this is why I say I need time. Because I'm going to let you get into it first. But the social media impact. Everybody's with these conspiracy theories and, and with their input. Shut up. It's, it's super disrespectful, man. It's super disrespectful when you just tossing shit out. What I noticed on Twitter, not only is it just groupthink, right? Literally everybody going towards the same fucking yard line, but it's a lot of copying and pasting. I see a lot of people literally copying Click and bait. pasting other people's thoughts over and over and over. One thing you 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 know first start off by saying, oh, it's because of the Doctor Sebi documentary or whatever. And then is what the police did. The police must have paid to do to do it. It's like, yo, none of this is solving the problem. No. Right. None of this is solving the problem, man. Like, let people mourn. Then you got the other, then you got the Nipsey fans like, well, y'all niggas is new. Okay. <laughs> Yo, y'all ain't listening to Nipsey beforehand, so y'all can't, you know, yeah. listen to his music. What? Or you can't mourn. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, as a black man, as a black woman, just black period, As a person. As a human being, why can't I not mourn somebody that got murdered in cold blood? <laughs> How does that make me a fake fan? Or- he was not murdered. He was assassinated. It, I that, mean, that's what the that, that nigga was assassinated. That nigga Straight ran up, up yeah. on him while he, he was shit. already down yeah. and shot him in the head, bro. He had his hands up and still shot yeah. him. Like, why can't somebody see that or hear about that and they not mourn because of how vile that is? You know what I mean? And so people on Twitter going back and forth, it's like, bro, this ain't solving no problems. I seen a nigga post. So the co owner of, store, of the store, uh, the Marathon store, mm-hmm. is this dude, his name is. Um, he was actually used to be, he was a rapper. His name was Lil Kev Mac, but his, his gang name was Big Thundercat. Nipsey gang name is Lil Thundercat. So if you know how that works, that's like his big homie, right? Mm-hmm. So he's the co-owner of that store. So he had an interview on the news. I seen a nigga talking about some, yeah, he must be behind it because I don't see him in tears. Yeah, I saw somebody else say something like they felt like he set him up Are just you? because he walked into the store three seconds before Nipsey got killed. Yo, what the fuck makes people sit behind their phones and just think about some weirdo stuff like that? Yo, niggas, And also, why would you even start that accusation? It, like, because if nobody else was thinking about that except for you, now it's like, now it do put something in our mind like, oh, I wonder if he has... People, and, and that's, that's not what I, fair to him. And, and then that's what I retweeted. I retweeted, I was like, well, first and foremost, you don't even know who this dude is, number one. And number two, throwing out an accusation like that especially you know people are emotional people are hot and we already are fighting with this culture already on the internet where people 
copy and paste and retweet, that's extremely dangerous to him. Yeah. So like you said, even if nobody's thinking that, if that gets to the right person, right. now they're looking at him kind of funny, like, well, shit, they might be, they, what if that is true? What's the validity? And nobody fact checks. Nobody does none of that. That is extremely well, dangerous. what if it's not that. true and then somebody that's really, really, really still hurting from, Nipsey, from Nipsey's death go and do something to, to, to him old, because but, you didn't spark some type of, or you didn't trigger something in them to make them think that this man got something to do that with nobody that. Has not even thought of. Think, right. think about how the social media has negatively impacted the situation. They they posted that story about Jay, that was fake uh, the fifteen million dollar contribution yeah. joint. They they They're posted the videos from the scene. They posted the video of Lauren London running it's into the hospital. hospital bro. Yo, that shit was so tasteless. What? Um, yeah, I didn't see that. Somebody, I don't know about that either. I, I saw the quick like it was. I saw it briefly and I closed it out. So all I heard was that's Lauren London, y'all, and I hear the screaming in the background. I was like, I'm not Aww. watching this shit. I'm not watching this, bro. I, I I actually just scrolling through Twitter. Sometimes I like I'll just click on something, not even okay. realizing what it is. I'm like, nah, swipe this or whoever this. I, I blocked, bro. I blocked so many people. I on had Twitter. people sending me the the recitation, the, the video of him receiving CPR. I don't want to see that shit. I don't. <laughs> I don't want to see that. I don't want to see. I don't want to see none of that. And I don't know what it is with society now where we've normalized this. So so here here, here here's for anybody, not here, just him. I don't want to see that from anybody. Here, I don't want to see somebody in that much pain. Here's what it is, and it's gonna come full circle. Just follow me here. So I always say, and it's not that I'm cocky or anything else, I think a majority of the world is on a maturity level of what we equate to be a ten year old kid. I agree to that. I agree with that. Not even trying to be funny. I agree with that. No shade. It, it is what it is. When you're doing stuff like this, when you're intentionally posting things, even if you have, quote unquote, good intent, just don't even repost it. Nipsey said, and this is full circle, Nipsey had a little interview. And in that, um, he was basically talking about idiots, mm-hmm. you know, lack of a better term, idiots, right? And he was like, yo, I'm me. You know what I mean? I'm going to do what I do. Idiots, they can do what they do, but they can only clowns can only keep up the act for so long before they run out of material. Run out of jokes, yeah. Right. And they can't relate anymore till they're not funny, till they're irrelevant. But real niggas is still gonna be here. Absolutely. Straight up. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's a fact. If people if people realize that, then we wouldn't have these issues. But here's the thing: there are a lot of clowns in the world. There are more clowns than real niggas. This is why you don't see impacts like this every day. Mm-hmm. This there, There's, quote unquote, a Nipsey or Tupac or whoever you want to equate these people to. There's one everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right? There's, and they die every single there's day. There's people that die like this right. every day. But there's more fucking clowns out here Absolutely. who do shit for clickbait. Mm-hmm. Yo, I almost didn't even post shit on Instagram for our podcast. Because I didn't even want to use, I felt bad using the whole R.I.P. Nipsey hashtag. Yeah. And, and we went back and forth with this a little bit in our group chat. Like the, the segment that I recorded before, like I, I had to get that shit off my chest, but I wasn't going to do it because I was like, man, I feel like because of how social media works, you kind of feel like you're capitalizing off of something when it's just your true emotion. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's your true, true feelings. And it's, you know, you're affected by it too, but it's like, damn, like if I use the hashtag, like they click on my shit and they, I don't want to be associated with all this clown shit that's going on. You know, if niggas is just saying anything, then R.I.P. Nipsey. Some, yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's my issue. All That's my issue a lot of times with things. Yeah. Right. When you see stuff that it, it, it doesn't have to be something bad, but 
that's my issue being associated with other people right yeah. because if a majority of the people are clowns the majority of the people who are watching this stuff who are fucking clowns too who are uh, clowns as well so if they see me you know a wise man told you don't argue with fools people from a distance can't tell who's who right mm-hmm. so it's like young i don't i don't even want that association so i'll just be like you know what I don't even need to put yeah, it on Instagram. Yeah. No, nah, it's dangerous, man. I've seen a lot. And, and I, I just saw a lot of wild stuff, man. I saw, you know, I saw a lot of comparisons. I saw, you know, Nipsey comparing them to Jesus. And, like, just a lot. I just saw a lot of wild, wild stuff, man. I'm one like, man, one. this is. One it, of one. Yeah, this is going, this, it's going too far. There's a lot of bickering, a lot of arguing. It's like, none of this is healing anything. I saw the best quote, the best thing I heard anybody say over this last week was actually from Charlemagne. Charlemagne said one of the realest things I've ever heard in my life. That nigga said, we have to stop passing along trauma and calling it culture. Oh, day. Yeah, that was a meme. He yeah. probably stole that from a meme. Oh, did he? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I definitely I posted heard, that heard. in my story like a few weeks ago. <laughs> Whoever came up with that, yo, shout out to them because that's one of the realest things I ever heard. We go through things on a day to day basis and we pass along to our kids and we just say, Coach. Oh, that's just how it is. That's how my parents did it. That's how it's always been done. That's how they're going to treat you. That's how they're going to treat you. You know what I mean? We pass along that pain and that trauma. Like it's nothing, man. None of us get get worked on. None of us go to the to, to seek the therapy That's how that we need. Be. And it's not just us. It's 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 global. It's yeah, everybody, yeah. But, every but race. Just specific to us. We, no, we, let's talk yeah, specifically yeah, yeah. to to us black folks. We do that shit every single day. Is the quick? Oh, that's how. That's just how it is. Mm-hmm. Or no, now nah, we don't do it like that. We do it like this. Like that is extremely damaging. Now, when I heard, when I heard Charlamagne say that, I was like, oh shit, yo, that's super real. That's the number one reason that's that real. turns me off from people. You know, it it could be friendships, it can be relationships, but shit. If you listen to this, that's the number one, number one reason why Dathan is probably not your friend because <laughs> no, for real. That, yeah, that it's yeah. for real though. Because like when whenever. Oh, I'm sorry. It was from March eighth when I posted Damn. it, and it oh, said, bro. "It said heal, so we don't have another generation of trauma passing itself off as culture." That's crazy. Facts. That's real. That's real. But no, nah, it's it's important because like clowns. That that that's the word we have to use. Clowns, bro. Like people just don't understand the basic the basic things about like how to live, how to treat people, mm-hmm. and just. I feel like we don't take the time to just truly like sit back and listen to ourselves. Everybody talks. That's the thing that gets me. Everybody talks like Nipsey. And they don't be acting on it. Bro, everybody talks bro, like Nipsey. Chuck, Nipsey. Every, everybody drops gems. You look at people's Instagrams, yeah, dog. Yeah, yeah. Everybody drops gems. It takes a real, a real, it takes a real nigga to put that shit into action. That's why what was killing me when niggas was talking about oh, Pac. No, Pac just talked a lot of shit. Come on, bro. Pac just talked a lot of shit. That nigga wasn't living that on it. He wasn't Bruh. doing nothing. And these, that's what I was going to get to the next point. These rappers, all these rappers putting up R.I.P. Nipsey. It's like, yo, y'all had the same. So y'all, have, the, y'all have access I'm to a, the same resources. I'm going to backtrack you a little bit because okay. it's a little bit different times. All right. So Pac, Pac was about, he was about stuff. But <laughs> different different times, you know, you like I said, I'm not going to compare somebody's successes to to another person's successes right but what i will say is this Pac in his era he did make moves plus he was younger what, what Pac do 
Pop, Pop made moves. Plus, he was younger. He was only what 20, 20 something, twenty three something. I'm not going to okay. say. Right, I'm not going to say. Yeah, I'm not going to say in disrespect. I give you that. Because I, I, I know niggas who are thirty, <laughs> who are forty, the who are, yeah, yeah, yeah. who still wouldn't even have the courage to speak up like Pop okay. did. You know I what I mean? You, I got so you, like, I got you. But what I, what you, but you are right. Action is action. Absolutely. At least they took action. Action can be as simple as doing this, mm-hmm. picking up a microphone and talking, giving people your thoughts, trying to make them think and, and be better selves, better better people, people themselves. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like everybody drops gems. Everybody posts Instagram stories. This is why I fuck with Brio. Brio, she literally just pulled up a fucking archive of IG stories that she posts and shit like that. But the thing about Brio is that she backs it up. Like she talks about plants every fucking time we're, <laughs> we're on this podcast, right, right. but you look at her IG story, it's fucking plants. She's really doing it. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It's not like like I I posted the other day like yo, oh you let everybody tell it. All it is is yeah. fancy restaurants and concerts, and concerts <laughs> bro. You let everybody tell it. Mm-hmm. They got money and this that and the third. It's like nah, nigga. But that's so much clown shit, bro. You know the biggest clown to me is a couple clowns. There's a couple clowns. I'm gonna get to the first one, Future. Y'all see that shit with Future? Oh my God, hey, bro. Hey. And now I'm I'm dead ass. 56 Nights had me absolutely a part of the Future Hive. Yeah. Look. But my nigga. Yeah, he's a fucking clown. Hey, dude. look. How dare you? He's a clown. Hey, How look. fucking dare you? Hey, look. Can- you want to talk about it? Cancel. You want to talk future. about what he said? I'm not canceling that nigga. Cancel but <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'm not a part of the cancel culture. But that's um, fucking wild. So this nigga future posted. So I think it was Scooter. Scooter comments and then basically said, to sum it up, the world need more Nipsies. And Future gonna respond back talking about some, yeah, the world need more some of us. Or niggas like us. I beg your fucking pardon. Hey, dog. I've never heard Future. And so, so there was a, a, a woman in the comment that went off. She said something like, nigga, what have you ever done? All you think you ever do is teach us how to pop pop pills and, Degrade and, women. and drink lean. Yeah, it's, uh, something along the effects of that. And I was like, damn, she hit that shit. She hit it home because that's that's real. Every yeah. t- every time you hear a story about future, what do you hear about? Uh, no, another you got baby another mama. baby mother. Yeah. <laughs> another Somebody baby mother. Said, another bitch he flew out or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Now to, okay. Even, let's just say, hypothetically. Hypothetically, let's just say he was making big moves in the community. I don't give a shit. Is this the time for you to say us? Hell no. This ain't the time for you. That shit is super insensitive. We need the world. The world need more niggas like us. Bro, this is about Nip. This has nothing to do with Not you. one thing. So, Nathan. Nathan. I, I ain't even <laughs> never seen no pictures of him and Nip together. Shit. I mean, it wasn't really about that. It was yeah. more so like well, yeah, yeah, him I know. saying he did as good, as much it. for the community as Nip did. Fuck no. Future. No. No, and I'm not in Atlanta, so I really don't know what he do. But I do know one thing: that nigga ain't doing what he was doing. Right. I know that. That's I know a, that that much. You know what I'm saying? You got fucking Kodak. Well, you just said it. I just Tom. feel like fuck Kodak, and I've I mean I've been I've always kind of felt like that same energy. I, yeah, yeah, I've I mean I I must I'm I'm gonna be the one to say that I don't feel like I'm not offended by what he said. I'm, I'm glad, offended I'm glad, by I'm glad you said that. how he said it and when he said when he it. Said it yeah. It's like I hate to say that it's too soon because this situation is so impactful that I don't know when it won't be too absolutely, soon. Absolutely, absolutely. So I think it's to me. I definitely feel like it was better left unsaid because this has this is just not her, yo. <laughs> you yeah, know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. she's protected. Like yeah. not her. Yeah, yeah. Like 
niggas, we know, like, niggas has had a crush on Lauren London Forever. for years. Yeah. For years. Forever. But now, like, we all that's, are holding that's her on a, on a completely different pedestal right now. Like, she's on a completely different mm. pedestal. So, like I said, I'm not offended by what he said. I'm definitely offended at what happened for, like, the the reason behind why he even has to say it. Right. Because, yes, it is factual that now she's a widow or whatever, right? But, like, not now. Yeah. And, yeah. like... And not on Instagram low key, Like, not ever. So, yeah. Like, how we feel about it right now, not now, not ever. But because we hope... We are holding her. Like, we are protecting her at all costs right, right now. Right. You know what I mean? Emotionally, morally, whatever we got to do to make sure that baby girl stays, like... You know, above ground. Right. Not not in not the sense of yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but like just hold Spirits, her head. Yeah, yeah, like we are protecting right. her right now. And, and even if you do have that feeling, right? That's something mm-hmm. that you want to express. Why are you going on Instagram live? So, because you know what's going to so, happen. You're going to get this same reaction. You're going to get her to see it or try to get her to hear about the shit. It's like, bro, why yeah. would you do that? I ain't gonna. I ain't defending Kodak, but here, here's what I saw. Now I I do know niggas. Like like Rio said, I don't have an issue with what he said because mm-hmm. I niggas have that conversation. Yes, privately. That's that's what happens. Yeah. When I I because I I saw the the little clip or whatever, right? I don't think Kodak was the one doing the videotaping. Yeah, he was. Oh look, he was. It didn't know, even look like that, he was paying attention. You got to actually. It. That is a that is a great point. Did it look somebody set him up what, like, like kind of? What, it's not even a even if it was a setup or just even if it wasn't. Just recording, just in general, and then that that's that's what extremely pissed me off because then I'm like, yo, all right, look. Was it a private thought? If, if you didn't know, if you didn't know somebody was videotaping you, cool, it's still fucked up that it got out there. You can't you can't take it back. It's still fucked up. Now, if you did know somebody was videotaping you, now you're the, the clowns who you got around you, that's what the Nipsey say. You know, if you got a bunch of fucking clowns around you, it's a cage. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, it's, it's not a squad no more. So he got a reevaluate that. I mean, he's still a young nigga. It's no excuse. Right. But then at the same time, my thing is this, man. Everybody's a fucking clown. Yo, I respect it. The game getting on the on the camera, I, barking off T.I. Yo, I respect it. I, I get it. I get what you're trying to do, but as grown men, we have to move different. We can't be saying, oh, we tough, we this and we that, and then get on IG Live <laughs> arguing back and forth, my yeah, nigga. Yeah, yeah. You look nuts. Come on. I saw the video of the game barking off in the camera. I'm like, bro, that is not the tough. Game, the, you, the game is blowing me right now because yeah. he is the embodiment of motherfucking clickbait. He's a clown. He's a clown. That, that nigga is, is capitalizing off of Nipsey's death. And, and that's what kind of, I was going to get to that, man. He posted a video of him driving down like Crenshaw yeah, or something uh-huh. in full-blown tears. I get it. You're moved. I, I trust me. I get it. You know what I'm saying. I shed my own tears, but to record it and then post it on the internet. Hey, look, man. What What are you expecting out of that? All, all I'm saying is this, bro. That nigga know. That nigga know. Look, the game. He he is who he is. He tough. He gangster. Whatever. That that shit was pussy, dog. That shit was bullshit. You don't capitalize off your man's death. Yeah. You son, the bodyguard. That nigga didn't even want to have a motherfucking interview. Mm-hmm. They asked him questions. He was like, look, I, I retired from being a bodyguard. I let my mans down. Mm-hmm. I'll take this L and I got to take care of the babies. And that's mm-hmm. it. Yeah, man. And I, I got to hold this grief forever. That's a real nigga. For real, for real. Yeah, nah, like, I, that's real. That's real. It's, it's like I seen T.I. 
go on Instagram talking about, you know, Tia, um, what's that nigga named Kodak, you out of pocket. So the question I have, I guess, is are we why do you think they're responding to him directly? Is it because of the disrespect the quote disrespect to Lauren? Is it the disrespect to Nipsey? What do you think it is? Nipsey. I think it's I think it's Nipsey and them niggas got a crush on Lauren. I, so, yeah, yeah, I think it's both. And I think I think just based on his track record alone, like of course he getting more smoke than like another rapper probably would. He he mad disrespectful. He mad disrespectful. And niggas is I think it has a lot to do with the fact that this not the first time he disrespected somebody that our culture looks up to or like he said his piece about um what was it Tupac or Nas or something something about like old something about an old school rapper mm-hmm. or so, I can't remember exactly but like Kodak has always been mad disrespectful yeah I remember he called he compared like black women to roaches he said he don't want to date dark skin women because they like roaches yeah, the yeah. sexual harassment with Young and May but, but niggas had, had, did not check him for none of that for shit for none though. of it so and that's why I'm so now I think because we are right now are coming from a literally coming from a place of hurt mm-hmm. and it's like any little thing can be a trigger and especially when you got this fucking gnat that's been pissing you off all along and finally he triggers you again to so, so like I think a lot of these people are probably coming from a place of hurt yeah. but I mean like we don't have to do it like this this is the whole point of us saying like this not how Nipsey was you know what I mean like why do we have to threaten Kodak on the internet on, on, why do we have to on, threaten yeah. this troll right. he's a troll and, and, and Kodak said it himself he's like for real for y'all niggas can hit my phone y'all got my number like if y'all was that offended by what I said y'all right. can call me directly and, why are you getting on the and, phone and, and he's right about that that's, and that's, that's, and that's the that. thing Kodak wasn't trolling that's Kodak I, exactly and he's still not trolling now now don't get me wrong he was that young and made shit pure troll that's trolling pure troll but I can I can see the innocence behind the conversation. The which am I the behind, the, 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 behind the things that he said. I can see the inno- the innocence behind <laughs> yes. Kodak yes. in regards to this yes. situation. I can see it only because I truly believe that he wasn't trying to come from a place of disrespect. The nigga is like from the gutter. Yeah. Like he really doesn't know how to articulate himself. I, yeah. Yeah. And I think he probably at such a young age has seen a lot of mayhem and a lot of death Son, where he's immune to the Desensitized shit. by it. Even the way he said yeah. he was like, you know, R.I.P. the dude, but yeah. like the way he even said that, exactly. I was like, yeah, I don't, he's, he's gone through a lot of trauma. So a, yeah. yes, he knows it. Like he probably doesn't, he doesn't feel as strongly as we do about the death of this guy because yeah. he's seen death all, all throughout his life. Yep. His life. He even said, like, I know she's gonna need a lot of time to heal or whatever. Yeah. You know what I he mean? He said, so, I'll give her a year, then I'll hop in the DMs. Straight up. Nigga said I'll be her shoulder to lean to on. To lean on, yeah. yeah. And he wasn't like laughing about it. Yeah, he, he wasn't like, you know, I'll be her shoulder to lean. He was like, yo, I'll be her shoulder to lean on. He like was he was low-key saying, like, I would I would be there to support her through this Which shit. Which is the wild thing when you break it down like that. Mm-hmm. He was actually saying all the right things. He was. But it's just a private conversation that right. happened to be yeah. on AKA the locker room talk. Yeah, and, locker, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever, but, yeah. And, and to make your point, Brio, it's a lot of hurt niggas out here who are listening to that video and when they hear that video, all they hear is disrespect, 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 instead of actually processing mm-hmm. it the right way. Mm-hmm. Uh, the game is trash to me. <laughs> no, nah, I, I agree I, with I, everything y'all said. You know, listening to the first time, but then you really think about it, it's like, all right, I, I get where he's coming from. I wouldn't say something like that. 
but I get the the sentiment. I get where he's trying to what he's what he's trying to say. And yeah. like you say, he ain't the most articulate motherfucker in this world. Right. You know what I mean? He been in and out just all on the streets since he was like, you know, 12, yeah. 13 years old. So I, I get and it. And I gu- I guarantee I guarantee these same niggas barking had the same thoughts as this nigga. So they're not innocent if they trying to make him out to be guilty. But more so the two niggas that was the most like publicly um you know, most publicly speaking out about it. Both of them niggas are clowns to me, T.I. and the game. Both of them yeah. are clowns. They're both selective. Yeah. Just this weekend, uh, I don't know if y'all saw, but Kodak actually got arrested again. Apparently, he, uh, he's he been accused of raping a high school student. Oh, I thought that I thought that was old. Nah, he. this uh, is a new case. Oh, uh, because I, well, I don't know about that one. I just saw something where it was like, he should be tried. He's about, he's about to be tried for the previous case this week, mm-hmm. um, this summer. And another like one that. popped up and then he got released on like a $100,000 bond or some shit like mm-hmm. that. But either way, niggas ain't said a word about that. You know what I mean? So I think like sometimes even in our culture, we're very selective with the things that we want to, oh, we want to get behind. Like niggas have been disrespecting women since the beginning of the hip hop. Mm-hmm. Niggas have been talking about some foul shit. Yo, the, women. The, the game was trying to convince us that Olivia was a man. Bro, the game just... <laughs> re- the game was going on a fucking tour talking about fucking Sin, uh, Joe Budden's girl. So... Oh, yeah. And oh, how yeah. is that not disrespect? That is disrespect. That is true disrespect. You know what I mean? Like, you, we... What what, uh, what Jay say to Nas? You, uh... You black girl, what do you say? You black girl lost a shorty only fights. Which one is, is it? Is it Uchi Wale Wale? Is, is it, it one mic? Is it black girl lost a shorty? Oh, yeah. Which one is it? You know what I mean? We're yeah. very selective in our culture. So if, if we if we want to take a stand and say, you know what? No disrespect towards women. No disrespect towards, you know, gays and so on and so forth. Let's do that. But let's not do that selective shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, yeah I'm tired of that. You got to go all in. But And that's the same thing about the cancel culture, right? What are you canceling? You yeah. still going to listen to the niggas' the music. You you're literally gonna bop and do the little rock side yeah. to side when that it's that Z shit, it's that Z shit. Yeah. You're gonna do it and in the right, club. Right, right. You are going to. Right. You and know then, what I mean? And then on the flip side of that, you go all in canceling somebody and it turns out that they didn't do anything at all. Or you cancel somebody and you turn around and support another nigga that do the same type of shit yeah. that right. you do. Right, yeah. exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. I, I I said it before. Kodak needs to watch himself. I, I don't know what he's doing with these women. You know, I don't support rape, but I know there are clowns out here. Mm-hmm. And I know that with a person of his stature, people will set your black ass up. Yeah. Because you're, at the end of the day, guess what? Use a nigga. Yeah, he got chill. I don't know, like you said, I don't Straight. know what's going on, but Straight. It's, it's too much. Straight. It's, it's too much. Straight like that, yo. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree, man. I, I don't know where we go with this next man. Definitely, definitely just a big RIP to Nipsey. You will be forever missed. You know, the one good thing about the the era that we live in compared to like our parents and, and stuff like that before, you know, we can live with these interviews. You know, we can always live with the music. Oh, yeah. You know the what content I mean? Like, is the there. content is, is always going to be there. So you can always go back and catch some gems when you need it. When you need some motivation in the gym, you could always throw your Spotify on a title or whatever you subscribe to and, and jump into that too. So definitely big RIP to Nipsey. Um, you know, prayers out for your family, everyone that was affected by the loss. And and one of the main points I want to make is because I, I know every other podcast, every other show, every other person's already talked about rest, rest in peace, Nipsey. But let's be the first to sit here and really celebrate his success. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. how many people can look to him as a role model, as as a as a as a uh, success story to start a clothing line? Yeah, yeah. You know. Shit, start a business. Just gen- like you said, you can look at YouTube videos for motivation. There's so many 
avenues that he ha that he set up in 33 years to be able to inspire people's lives, whether they're in fashion and business and accounting and yeah. in, in the rap game, in the dog, dope, in the got, dope game. Bro, this thing you know got I mean? street niggas into cryptocurrency, bro. You get what I'm right. saying? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, he he was one of the first rappers that I heard talk about coding. And then yeah. he was setting up STEMS programs in like yeah. elementary and middle school. It's like, that is forward thinking. Those are the things that everyone in this room so, here can pick up on and push in our own communities. And and it's like what we, what we were saying earlier. Nipsey was the bridge. We 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 celebrate the bridges. Throughout history, we celebrate the people who are able to bring two different sides together. Right. And this is this is why I do understand the comparisons between like a Martin Luther King or like a Malcolm X or a Tupac or all these other great figures. Surface levels it sounds nuts. It it does but it when does sound nuts. When you look at some of the strings, that yeah. they are strings that are there. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because these people act as bridges. Because yo, the LAPD chief, the white dude, bro. He was in motherfucking tears, bro. bro. That right there, that was the shit that, that moved me. When that man said, when I saw Nipsey name come across my my uh my my thing, my mm -hmm. news, he said I had to look at it three, four times. He was like, There's no way that Nipsey got killed. He said, There's no way. That nigga was in tears, bro. When the police fuck with you. Right. As and, a as a gang member. As a gang member. And you not a snitch. And, and you did it the right way. And you not a snitch. The police looked, that man said, I cannot believe it. He said, "Not Nipsey." That shit crazy. That shit crazy. That's wild. So definitely, definitely, whatever y'all do, stop talking about the negative. I don't give a fuck about uh, OJ Simpson prosecutor or Eric Holder or whoever the fuck. Fuck them niggas, clowns. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Stop paying attention to them. Stop. Stop it. Listen to Nipsey. Stop. Clowns. They clowns. That shit is going to die out by itself. You can only dance for so much before real niggas win, and real niggas are always winning. That's that's just it. In the words of my good man, my good, good, good man, Jermaine Cole, the real ones is dying, the fake ones is lit. That that did not come at a like that came right Perfect before. Timing. Yeah, like it's so eerie. Absolutely. But it's so true. You know, it's eerie, man. Just listen, you know, obviously coming from the places that he's come from and being involved in the lifestyle that he's involved in, man, just listening back to a lot of his old songs, like Nip talked about death a whole lot. And it, it, it's kind of, we also have to be careful with the type of content that we put out and the type of things that we talk about. Because, you know, sometimes, unfortunately, those things do play itself out. If y'all go back and listen to the, this is the eerie shit. I listen to Blue Laces 2 all the time. All the fucking time. If you go back and listen to that last verse, man, that shit is oddly, oddly eerie. Because on that joint, he's talking about a shootout that he, him and his, his people got into on the beach and him being with his mans, his man getting shot. I think he said he got four holes in his shirt so you can see the blood. He's talking to him. He's giving him CPR. And like just he, hearing that story being, you know, he penned that story and him spitting it in the, in the booth. When you close your eyes and think about what happens to me, man, that shit is it's too, too close. Yeah. It's too, too close. I, I heard Charlamagne say it before as well. He was saying, man, like, you know, Biggie, Biggie talked about death all the time. Life after death. That, that, ready to die. That mm -hmm. nigga knew he was going to go. Pac the same way. Pac had a whole picture, bro. He had, you know what I'm saying? Like, the type of energy that we put out and the type of energy that we we, we put out in our content, man, some of that shit is dangerous and we're kind of predicting things on our, on our own lives. It's a manifestation. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Man, people don't realize that manifesting is real. Hey. Manifesting, what you speak about all, the, your thoughts become words, your words become reality. Yeah. 
I never want to prepare myself for death. Like you want to be prepared for death, right? Like you want to have your business and all that stuff like that. But I don't ever want to like be just completely ready for that. Like, yeah, we say, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. a nigga like we, nobody is ever ready to go. Unless, like, obviously the ones who commit no, suicide, but yeah. it's like... Not even they're ready yeah, to go. Yeah, they're not ready to go. They're just desperate at it's that point. That, but at it's, that moment. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you don't ever want to be ready for that, man. And just hearing what happened to him and just, a, 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 you know, if this story is true, a nigga coming up to him and introducing himself as a rapper and say, yo, I, you know, I said, I got respect for you, whatever the fuck he said. Yo, how many niggas be me on an everyday basis? We meet niggas all the time, bro. Like, that shit is scary to think about. I, that shit is absolutely scary to think about. That you can shake your hands, shake hands with a nigga five minutes later, he come aiming for your head top. I, that I, shit is scary. I told my brother that at, right after, um, you know, we got news of this. I was like, yo, going out? I move different, man. Yeah, it's, I'm I, not saying that niggas in here is Nipsey, but n- just saying. No, no, I'm you're not. Vulnerable. I'm, I'm you're not, vulnerable. I'm not even trying to make no comparisons with oh. Nipsey. You know, cause shit, my my man's got shot yeah. in front of his, his grandparents' house. Yeah, house. Yeah. You know, he he damn sure wasn't out here slinging and banging. But shit, death doesn't have death. Death does not discriminate. Right, right. Death does not discriminate. I, I'm glad we came back to that point because shit. One of my followers literally posted the other day. I watch my mouth because what you say out your mouth becomes true. Mm. That's it. Manifestation. Brio talks about that shit all the time. She had me. After that last episode when we talked about manifestation, I went home. <laughs> I started just writing, and I, I just I couldn't stop. I just started writing. Yeah, just kept that writing. That should be so just freeing though, because then once you be writing it, and then if, whenever you go back and see it, you be like, "Wow, go back and go back and look at it a year from now." You be yeah. like, "Yo, all this shit happened. Yeah. All this shit happened." And and here's the thing about it too. I've been trying free writing, right? Where I write down all your thoughts, ne- negative, positive, even whatever. if it don't even make sense. And here's the thing about writing: you can erase it. Mm. You can take it back, right? So if you if you write something down before, if you write like a a text message, right, and you type that bitch up, and you you mad at somebody, you type that bitch up before you press send, you can still delete that shit. Mm-hmm. Now what happens if you talk? If I'm talking to Geechee, can't take no words. And I, I, you know, and I want to call him a bitch. I can't. I can't. T- I can't be like, yo, Bob, I, I call you a bitch. Like, no, nah, nigga, you call me a bitch. Right, now right, we here. Right, right. But if I'm texting, <laughs> you know, I can, like, I yeah, can hold that backspace. I, yeah, back. exactly. Like, write it down. That's real. Be real with it. Practice your penmanship. Y'all niggas can't curse or write. Practice that shit some more. Shit. This is real. Damn, man. I I don't have nothing else to talk about. To be honest with y'all. Well, it's like I said, I just want to make sure we, we begin and end it on a positive note. Right? I knew we was gonna come ahead, emotions running high, but we all mature, which is great. You know, the energy is great always in here. But just to make sure that we always get back to celebration. I mean, that's why we the P and B podcast. We always get back to celebration, we always get back to moving the people. That's why people fuck with us. You know, Nipsey was a great dude. It, it, Nipsey is a great dude. I don't like the talking passions too much. Nipsey is a great dude. And, you know, I got I got two people in here that I know embody the spirit of one of one. You know, Geechee is Geechee. Brio is Brio. I can't com- I'm not going to compare him to anybody else. I can't. They do what they do. They get shit done. Right. Period. Get your shit done. Maybe you'll inspire people. I, I played that clip at the beginning of the episode because it's, it's actually a clip that I, I go back to and I listen to all the time, even before all of this. A lot of times when you decide that you want to step out on your own and you want to start blazing your own path, things get things get hard, 
you know, you stay up late. Sometimes you work into, you know, you work in your full-time job and then you run to another part-time or, you know, you run to a, a your, your lab, your design studio, whatever the case it is, whatever your second hustle is, that becomes your full-time job. And a lot of times you might not see things paying off. You know, a lot of times you might find yourself spending more money than you are bringing in. You, you find yourself spending a lot more time working towards a final product that you fucking hate or whatever the case may be. But you put in that time in because you decided that you wanted to create your own story. You don't want to let the next man tell your, their, your story for you. You want to create your own. And listen back to, and that's what all three of us in this room have decided to do at some point in our lives. And listen back to that interview and hear Nipsey saying like, bro, I, I wear so many hats. I'm the, I'm the one that decided that I wanted to take on this life. Yep. Yeah, I love rapping, right? But I also love entrepreneurship. So I'm going to do this. And I also like community service. So I'm going to do that. Like, but it gets hard. You're only, you're only one person. And yeah, I have to help y'all for what I need, but I'm still my... I'm my own man. It gets hard for me as well. Listening back to him saying, when times get hard, I remind myself that this is what it's supposed to feel like. Yeah. You got to go through the pain. You yeah. got to go through the long nights and you got to go through the darkness in order to get to that, that final destination. And that, to me, is what a marathon is. The first mile is fucking easy. Shit. How let me a mile number? The, fir the first 10 steps is easy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The first is easy. But yeah, let's talk I mean, about on mile 26 when your feet hurt and your feet, your sores is open and your shit is bloody and whatever. Talk to me then. And you signed up for this. You told yourself that I'm going to run this marathon no matter what it costs, no matter what pain it is, I'm going to finish this shit. And when I listen back to that, that interview, all like I said, all the time, that's what it reminds me of. Sometimes I'm dumbass tired. I'm dumb tired. Sometimes I deal with a whole bunch of bullshit on my, at my, on my, nine to five and I come here and I, I got to do this and I got to help this other podcast and I got to help this other person and I got to, you know, try to put the pieces, you know, somebody wants to find or want to buy something. So they holler, like whatever it might be. Sometimes that shit is just too much. But I remind myself that I decided I wanted to take this journey and it ain't supposed to be easy. That's, and that's all I got for y'all, man. God bless. Shit, that, that was, that was your PNB. Shit, no, I, I, got, I got another PNB. <laughs> <laughs> Now I, I can piggyback on that because we kind of writing. It's it's kind of cool how we intersect. Like there was a moment in time, like last week or two weeks ago, I had texted uh, a family member of mine. I was like, "Look, I, I'm gonna go off with my roommates." Uh, I, I was I was just fed up. I was like, "Niggas not working hard enough. Um, they not working hard as me. Fuck this shit. Like everybody ain't built the same." Like what what's going on? You know, you are the company you keep. All my niggas have to be getting it. It's that in the third. But like I just said, everybody ain't built the same. Mm. Right? No disrespect to nobody. You know, just like me and you, just like me and her. Like you have to find in yourself. You're only competing with yourself. You're only competing with yourself. That's right. And for me, man, when you go through the darkness, when you go through the pain, it it, it kind of turns me on now. Cause like I used to think, damn, I don't want to get hurt because it's gonna stop me. Now I'm thinking, shit, I get hurt and I'm still fucking here. Right. I'm still standing. So nothing can stop me, right? Are you living to die or are you dying to live? It, it, that's it. Yeah. That's the question you got to ask yourself. If you living to die, well, you're going to kill yourself. That's real. Well, shit, man. I don't know if y'all got any PMBs for the week. I know you do. Now I don't I don't really have it's not a real PNB man but I, I definitely want to just say on on this now I don't know what the B would stand for for this one but I want to say you know looking at the past week or so 
it it really reminds you that not every day is promised, right? So the people that are around you that you appreciate, man, just take the time out to tell them that you love them and that you care about them. You know what I mean? Take time out every once in a while to hit somebody up, body up that that you haven't heard from. Nothing sucks more than when you run into somebody. And be like, oh yeah, I was just thinking about you. It's like, what's your? Why didn't you hit me up? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Don't be that. Don't ever be that person where it's like, damn, I'm, I'm thinking about Brittany. Let me uh. I'll see you on Monday. Right. Or, you know what I'm Please. saying? Now, I wonder how Dathan yes. is doing. Like, the, this weekend, I hit you. I think it was, like, Saturday or this, Sunday. This nigga hit me Friday night at midnight talking about, yo, we ain't rap today. Yeah. But hope all is well. Hope you did well in your basketball game. I was like, nigga, <laughs> <laughs> I'm in my, my crib. About to go to, I actually had just woke up because I went home and went to sleep. Yeah. I was like, yo, that, that's dope. That's you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, take the time out to really appreciate the people that are around you, man. Not just that. But when you care for somebody and when you feel a certain way about you, your friends or your family, man, just remind them and show them that. You know what I mean? Words are words, but actions are also actions. So if you if you care about somebody, if you cherish somebody, um, you know, make sure that you you live that through and through. You know what I mean? You don't know what you're going to fucking do when you walk outside. You don't know what's going to happen for you. You don't know what's waiting on the other side of that door. So just remind the people that you love them. Remind the uh, people that you love them, that you care about them, and uh, make sure that you're checking on people, man. So I'm just gonna piggyback off of that and remind and remind you to not take on other people's emotional baggage if you're not if you don't feel strong enough to take it on. Like it's okay. Is it's, it for baggage? Huh? Sure. Okay. Right. <laughs> we gotta do one. Um. Right. So like. I'm gonna piggyback off that too. I like that. Like this has been a really tough week for a lot of us, right? Whether you knew him, whether you listened to his music, whether you were un, whether you had no knowledge about him whatsoever. Somehow, some way, like a lot of us were still affected by it. And so like that throughout the week, coming off of this, literally Sunday night, Monday morning, you waking up to it. And then going into a stressful a, a stressful work environment. And then you get home and in your personal life, there's people calling you about nigga drama or like other drama or whatever. It's okay. Like when you don't, if when you get off work and you don't feel like you are emotionally capable to handle anybody else's baggage because you are so heavy from handling your own, it's okay to not have to take that on. Like it's okay to your friend reach out to you, like, yo, I need some advice or yo, I need to talk to you real quick. Let them know that you're going to hit them tomorrow. It's okay. It is okay. Like you don't have to feel bad because you couldn't help out that person. You need help yourself. Help yourself. That's one of the realest things I've ever heard, man. I'm a Virgo, right? So I, I feel like I, I'm not really into the horoscope shit, but they always say that Virgos are like one to like be good listeners, and we naturally just take on a lot of people's bullshit, right. and it, it does weigh on you. And sometimes, like with my friend hollering me about a problem, sometimes it's hard for me to be like, oh, "Man, nah, I'm gonna hit this nigga back." Most of the time, I'm like, "Yo, what's good? What's going on? Hit me if you need me, yeah. whatever." Like naturally, I'm just that type of person. Because when you're trying to help somebody and you can't, and you're in a position where you need help yourself. If you are giving them advice, you're not a hundred percent there. You're not. You're not a hundred. Your advice is is not going to be as emotion. It's not going to come from you as emotionally as you would like for it to to because you're not as impacted by it because that shit too heavy for you to overly embrace it in the first place. And then it's like you you like. You're fading out from the shit. Like, I just can't wait for this conversation to be over. Mm -hmm. Like, forget what the person is. And the other person can feel that shit. And that can cause something between y'all later on. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, 
yo, I feel like I needed you and you just wasn't listening. You wasn't paying attention. That's not going to go over as easy as like, I got to call you back tomorrow. I'm going to just, can we talk tomorrow or whatever? And then it's like, it's like, you know, you got to learn how to just be there for yourself. If, if you take on other people's emotional baggage when you're not strong enough to, to carry that, other little things can start to trigger you. Then that's when you snapping on somebody. Then that's when you, you're not putting in a hundred percent at work or you're not showing up a hundred percent for your, for your partner or whatever. So take care of yourself first. Like remember to definitely take care of yourself before you, before you show up for anybody else. That's, that's real. That's real. Because how you show up one way is how you show. I say it all the time, how you show up. And one thing is how you show up in everything else. There is no on and off switch. Like how you show up to work is how you showing up to your loved one. That's how you showing up to the mailman. Mm. And you don't know when your next conversation with the mailman will be. And you're going to remember that. Damn, like I rolled my eyes at that nigga yesterday. And normally I say good morning to him mm. or something like that. So take care of yourself first. And I'm saying that because this is a... a very emotional week that's and it's true. and we got to remember to take that's care true. of ourselves first question for you what is just a quick tip what is the best way to navigate yourself out of that like if you're not ready to have a conversation and you want you you know you want to um express that message without being you know brash or rude or whatever yeah. what's the best way to do it so and, normally and please I would... take your time because i'm i'm soaking this all in <laughs> <laughs> so personally speaking um if it's a situation where they they hit you first with the yo can we talk or i need some advice you just got to be like yo right now is not a good time for me if it's okay can i hit you tomorrow like remind them that i'm there for you but like i need time myself i can't like you just be real i can't show if you don't want to say all that honestly obviously you could just be like now just isn't a good time for me and i if it's and if i can if it's not like something that that can wait for until tomorrow until I feel a little bit better. Then I'm gonna hit you back. You know I'm gonna hit you back. And then when you do have that conversation, you thank them, thank them for their patience, for being patient with you. And now that I'm good, I can help you. And like people understand that. But if it's something where they just come straight at you with like they call you, that's somebody that normally brightens your day. You know, normally it's easy to talk to even when you're not feeling so good, and they just hit you right with bullshit. You can let them get it out and then be like, yo, I feel you. It's not a good time for me either, yo. So, like, we doing this shit together. And let them know that, like, because you're not 100%, don't just feel like you got to just be strong and then give them advice. Mm -hmm. Like, let them know I'm not in a good space right now either. So I I can't show up for you right now how you are expecting me to, how I normally am, but I'm here for you. Okay. I like that. I like that. Yeah, I, I think, I mean, that happens to all of us. But, all uh, the time, though. Sometimes you find, especially when they jump on the phone immediately and they start pouring out. That's Yo, when I start let me getting worked about, up. I'm like, yeah. bruh, like, dog, you ain't even asked me if I was busy. That, or you ain't even asked so me. So then like, that's when I'm, we bring it, we bring it on ourselves. Yeah. And then that's a whole different conversation. What you trying to say? Your shit worse than mine? Right. Or So at that point, that's what I'm saying. You just let them get it out. Let it vent. Because a lot of times that's what we really need. Let them, let it get it out and let it, let, but like, let your emotions show too. Like, yo. I feel you and I, I I get it. Like I understand you are going through something right now. My nigga, so am I. <laughs> right, right, right. Okay. <laughs> and unfortunately, I can't I can't show up for you how you expect me to right now. 
but I'm with you. Like, I got your back, my nigga. But right now, I got to have mine, too. Okay, I like that. <laughs> I'm like fucked that. up right now, too, my nigga. You know what I mean? So, I what the fuck? Where did that come from? I don't know. That shit's weird. But I'm like, yeah. I Like, me, I, I had a crazy-ass day last, well, days. But it was, like, one day in particularly where, like, every day I was coming home and Corey was like, yo, how was work? And I was like, I don't even want to talk about it. And left it straight like that. Not even like a, I don't want to talk about it. And then it goes into us talking about it. it was, I don't even want to talk about it. I was going in the, in the kitchen, get me something to drink and going upstairs to the loft and just sitting. And it was like, it's nothing. Obviously it's nothing against him. It's nothing. And I'm, then I got a phone call. So now all I want to do is just sit. That's all I want to do. And I get a girl texting me and she was like, can you talk? And I was like, yeah, give me like 30 minutes. And I called her and I didn't realize that it was going to be on some shit. <laughs> he wasn't, he wasn't I was mentally prepared for it. I was not fucking yeah. ready. Yeah. I was not ready. And then when I realized I wasn't ready, I let her get all that shit out. And I was like, I didn't know that this was what you was going to be calling about. And I'm sorry that you were going through. I'm really like, I hate that I can't be be for be here for you right now. But emotionally, I just, I can't. I support you, sis, but I can't. I can't give you what you're looking for mm-hmm. right now. Like I'm like I, I had a fucked up day today, and like and she was like, "My bad, I didn't even you know." I'm like, "No, you good?" Because you asked me like, "Can you talk?" And I said, "Yeah," but I honestly I wasn't expecting this to be so yeah. heavy, yeah. and I can't I I can't do it right now. And she was like, "Girl, I get it. Just hit me tomorrow." Right. And that. That was it. That's a beautiful relationship. Yeah, that That's, no, I don't even know this girl like that. I literally only just, did her hair just, one time. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, though. That, that's... Yeah, but I know. And it's... That's why I'm saying it's easy. Yeah. It's that you don't have to have these time, these kind of conversations with, like, people who you've known for years and you just expect them to understand. Like, I don't... I've never talked to this person on the phone before. Mm. Like, I've only done her hair one time. And this was last... This was in, like, November or something like that. And then... And she she literally said, I felt like I could reach out to you because I, I feel like I can relate to you so much. And I thanked her for that. And I'm like, I'm glad you feel that. Well, like, I really appreciate that. And I think and I feel like that's probably why she understood what I was saying right now. Since I can't do it right. emotionally, that shit is way too heavy I'm, for for how I feel right now. I'm emotionally unavailable. I'm for emotionally this. unavailable. Then right after I hung up with her, my grandmother calls mm. and I'm like, this is my boo. Like. I do not feel like talking, but I'm a I'm a talk to her. Wasn't ready. What? Cause she can't. She called me with some heavy shit. Mm-hmm. She mad. Oh, oh. <laughs> That's how I started. You are just you're so happy you have a grandma to even talk to right now. I'm like, what's what's going on, mm. grandma? She talking about her ride to New York about how to defrost button kept getting turned on in the window, and I'm like, I can't do this either. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, grandma, like, I like that, you know, I'm glad that you're okay, whatever, but I'm going to call you tomorrow because mm-hmm. I'm really tired and I don't feel all that well right now. And she had more story to tell me. She was calling to tell me about a funeral. Mm-hmm. And all, but my grandmother is somebody that after she gets everything off her chest, she will be like, how you doing or whatever. But in that moment, I didn't have time to wait for her to get everything off her chest right. and then find out about me. I had to cut that shit short. And then I got off the phone. Corey went to go um, grab food because I didn't even feel like cooking. Corey went to go pick up food. And I was like, I'm glad you made it back home safely. Now I can turn my fucking phone off. And I just turned my phone off. 
for the rest of the night. And and what kills me the most is like the 30 minutes that you needed to just decompress. All got, that shit got be washed away. It yeah. got robbed yeah, yeah, yeah. so quickly. Mm-hmm. So now when I was finally set, settling into like just being there, because sometimes you just got to be. And when I was finally settling into just being there, that's when the girl finally called. And I was like, fuck. She yeah. took all of that away. And it wasn't her fault. Right, right, it was right. my fault because I knew I just didn't want to talk to nobody anyway. But I thought I still had a little piece left. And clearly I didn't. Mm. And that was okay. And I appreciate the people that understood. But like the people that don't understand, it's selfish. You know what I mean? And it's not your fault. That's real. That's really dope. I appreciate that. Because I, yeah, I, we live it. We live it. Yeah. yeah I, I, had, I had three things. First, I want to remind everybody, please, please, please. Share this podcast with your friends. If you love us, if you like us, share it with your friends. Tell one person about it. Please leave reviews. Please rate us. You are our supporters. We thank you a lot. You are part of the PNB community. Each of your reviews, each of your ratings help us helps us get more exposure. And if we help you and you like our show and you think somebody else will like it, please tell them the best form of advertising and marketing is word of, word mouth. of mouth we hit the streets we talk about our podcast i would greatly appreciate it we would greatly appreciate it if you shared the word about the pnb podcast so please share with your friends the second point i have three points the second point i was going to make was my therapist always always tells me dathan don't be a martyr mm. it, it's fine to be a martyr but dathan don't be a martyr and this is what Brio was saying. You have to be present. You have to be there and, and able. You can't just be there. Because if you're just there and you're not able, you're on 10%, you might as well not be there. You might as well not be there. You're not going to be able to help that person. If you're sick and you're tired and someone is asking you to help them move, you might as well not be there. You're not going to be. Say no. Yeah. You're not going to be effective. Because one, you show up. Yeah. And you have asked whatever they need you to do. Yep. And then they see that you don't want to be there. <laughs> yep. Why the fuck did Why you come? Yep. Yeah. And that leads to other arguments. It, it, like she said, it's a trickle down effect. Mm-hmm. Don't be a martyr. It's not selfish. Just make sure you take care of yourself first because you can't take care of anyone else. You won't have success unless you have the energy, you're present, and you take care of your, uh, yourself. Third thing is, I wanted to let everybody know is, Allow yourself to make mistakes. We live in a quote-unquote perfect society. No one is allowed to make mistakes. Allow yourself to make mistakes. The real ones do. The real ones, trial and error. Boom. Shit. It took, it, what, Nipsey 15 years to make an album? Jay-Z ain't dropped his first album since 26. Oprah ain't get on until she was about 30-something. Morgan Freeman ain't get a, um, a, a major role until he's about 50-something. Allow yourself to make mistakes. Trial and error. Trial and error. Keep trying it. Keep trying it. Each of those mistakes, those quote unquote setbacks that you think are actual setbacks that are setting you back, actually is helping you, training you to move forward faster. You didn't learn your ABCs overnight. (laughs) I did. Oh, oh. It's like, no, I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you didn't learn you don't learn overnight we said it early it's consistency it's getting knocked on your ass getting the question wrong to then look at it and be like oh shit i got it wrong i maybe i have to study this a little bit longer allow yourself to make mistakes 
just allow it. Right. It's as simple as that easy. Right. That's dope. I appreciate both of y'all, man. I really do. Uh, I know y'all, y'all, you busy this week. You about to? Uh, we always busy, man. You, you busy? Know. You gonna be gone? So I'll see y'all niggas next week. <laughs> I've been trying. You know, what I'm saying I tried to do happy hour last week. That shit <laughs> fell through. Uh, try to do happy hour this week, but y'all niggas ain't available. So I, I holla at y'all niggas the week after, man. I, I definitely appreciate y'all coming through. Another great episode. Um, I'm, I'm kind of starting to get used to this money thing. It's not bad. Nah, money, money is good. Yeah, money yeah, is good for I, me. I, I, told y'all. I, I like it. I told y'all niggas. Told y'all niggas. I told y'all niggas. <laughs> <laughs> told y'all niggas. <laughs> Traffic wasn't too crazy. It allows me to go to Sunday brunch. You know how DC be popping. Oh yes, yeah. Well, um. Unless y'all got anything else, man, let's go ahead and put a cap on this, man. Episode fifty eight for the uh for the vibe of the day. I'm going. I'm gonna find. I'm gonna find. I might bless y'all. We'll see what happens. We'll see bless how it feels. Man. Uh, with a little quick little Nipsey mix. So, uh, with that being said, man, episode fifty eight. Rest in power, my man. And we out. Nipsey hustle. How you feel now? What section from? Look like one of them Crenshaw mafia motherfuckers. No, you probably went and roll in 60s, huh? Huh? Call that in 63, we have a possible money. H-Town in my cup. OG in my blunt. Crenshaw on my shirt. German on my stunt. Keep that H-Town in my cup. OG in my blood, fresh on my shirt, German on my stomach, keep that ace town in my cup. OG in my blood, fresh on my shirt, German on my stomach, keep that ace town in my cup. OG in my blood, fresh on my shirt, German on my stomach. Bitch, I'm making moves, six on twenty toes, walk inside my house, all you see is views, flat screens on the wall, white folks in the hall. Make a hundred racks and tell my bitch to count it up. It was us against the eyes. Till niggas played their cards. All we did was ball. Look how they did my dog. All these pretty bras. All these foreign cars. Made a grip to lose it all. It was the rise before the fall. But I'm still going. H-Town in my cup. Kush still blowing. Strike my niggas up. They know it's still rolling. Crush on my shirt. They see they boy blowing. Keep that. Picture me rolling. Tip of my chauffeur. Niggas look jealous. You gotta control it. Reaching my quota. Mixing my soda. Feeling connected to God. Trying to get closer. Stepping on roaches. Me and my loasters. Just trying to get over. Trying not to get swallowed by locusts. Trying to stay focused. Kind of like Moses. Like somebody chose us. Sweat on my shoulder. I feel these emotions. But still, I keep going. Been to a poet. I've been through the motions. I'm feeling heroic. But life is a dice game. And a dare you to blow it. You might get a stripe, man. But that ain't gonna pay for the strollers. It's never enough to keep solo. Telling your daddy a soldier. She needs you right now in this moment. Now dead on your back, push your roses. To me, I'm just carving the scotia. And fine tuning my approaches. Doubling back as an owner. The moment of truth is the bonus. Call the promoter. <laughs>
Count up that low, nigga. What? Count up that low. Count up that low. Nah. Count up that low. Count up that low. Nah. Black on black beards, young niggas solo. Nah. Go Cuban links, just wrapping my rope. Nah. Blood, sweat, tears, just squeezing my throat. Nah. Top of my game, and what's up with you? Nah. Pop at you lames, cause I'm sucker pro. Nah. Don't play no games, boy, I'm bust a pro. They fuck with me. I don't fuck with you. You a fucking fraud. I'm the fucking trope. I went solo on that ass. I think I'm fucking snow. Solo in this game. I'm like fuck the group. Solo in my SLV is like fuck the road. That's fucking troll. That's fucking ho. Near motherfucker. Looking like a hustle dope. I built the slave up just like Russell do. Give me 10 years. They gonna be like Russell ho. Never trust them fools. Get a fucking clue. Skip the meat, steal the facts, watch my fucking moves. I'm Birdman in blue chucks, watch my fucking shoes. I'm Shug Knight, I'm Jake Prince, I'm like, fuck the rules. I'm Austin Rose. <laughs> Who gon' murder more? We never wave no white flag in this server war. Headshots so you murder stores. Check out my perfect four. Straight out the eye of this perfect store. I did mine with a perfect score. I waste time, we just work some more. Rolls Royce raps in my tone is Forbes. I'ma take it overboard. Go yard by my 44. Go hard cause it's worth it. Smoked out with E40 on. Seven days of waiting, seven different freaks. But I got tired of fucking hoes, so I just smoke and count my cheeks. Watch 
watching Godfather, leather couches flat. Screens, I say I'm on this marathon. She asked me what does that mean? Ain't no puffin' pass, please. Roll your own, I do the same. Girl, get on that Marlon Brando and stop trying to be my wife. Your boyfriend is a lame, that's why you not used to this game. And if you looking for me, I'll be first class on the plane. X name, my landing gear, cause I don't need no runway. My final destination is a cloud since a one-way. With them streets, ain't no stranger to this gunplay. But now I eat these pieces, and I'll never take a lunch break. Back to back, switch the sweets. Never grow no sober shit. Post traumatic stress, I feel like that's what I'm coping with. So I smoke the best. Impossible not to notice this. 30,000 feet up across the Atlantic Ocean where the pack of swishers. Open, I hustle till the block done. Till the motherfucking cops come and shoot to the shotgun. I'm serving red rum from the shotgun. I'm bartending red rum from the shotgun. The dope potent hit your nose, make the snot run. Certified pimp, I could probably knock the top none. I'm from where if you don't knock, you get knocked on. Thunderdome, you don't sock, you get socked on. You come a boy, you leave a man, that's how I got grown. My real life is better than these niggas' rap songs. Guns, money, bitches, and a fast car. Couple hundred thousand buried in my backyard. I'm a real nigga, always gotta act hard. Try me if you wanna watch how I reverse that charge. Guns, money, bitches, and a fast car. Couple hundred thousand stashed in my backyard. Playing pocket, my cassette loud, nigga. I remember feeling like a stepchild, nigga. I would hate to see my mama stressed out, nigga. And black salmon tell me poke your chest out, nigga. I could die today, I made the set proud, nigga And I could fly away, but I respect vows, nigga Used to always say I make the whole world feel us Now I'm on a tour around the whole world, nigga Paparazzi waiting at my hotel, nigga Smoking while I'm driving, that's with no else, nigga 20 bands a month, just for your bills, nigga Princess cut diamonds up in your grill, nigga Smile in every camera and show your trill, nigga You feelin' what you want, cause that's your kill, nigga And through the darkest days, I was like, oh well, nigga West side neighborhood against the whole world, nigga I don't stress out, nigga Poke my chest out, nigga Wait on my shoulder, bring the best out, nigga Get it right or you get left out, nigga Look, I'm It's the chosen few. I wrote it down and I followed through. I bought a pound and we rolled the few. I talk shit, but she know it's true. Small circle, it's the chosen few. I wrote it down and I followed through. I bought a pound and we rolled the few. I talk shit, but she know it's true. Blessings, bitches in my section. Yo, with all this money, I'm obsessive. Weapons. Turning off y'all extras, turning off this bullshit direction Turning up my grind, waking up to more pressure But it's all in your mind, so I never feel pressure Knew it's all in due time, now running stacking like Tetris Hustle hard is my message, then double back and get extras No I spaz when I catch it, yellow bone, white Lexus All black tint, two white cups, fat gold chain, Sprite Texas I'm just young and I'm reckless, I'm just on for my section I'm just out on time, spinning with my top down and I'm revving I don't know about hell I don't know about heaven. All I know is about right now, and this lifestyle is interesting. Ice down in my session, I just write down his confessions. Niggas died and got life around me, I guess that I'm an exception. Bless the ocean. Can't get money, and now that I got it. I hate on a nigga, but that used to stop it. She told me that pussy, but I never caught it. 
You asking me why, yo? It got too much mileage. Ooh, you looking at a one on one? Ooh, I show you how this shit is done. Ooh, my chain look like it weigh a ton. Ooh, just look at what I become. Make a grip. Walk inside this shit, then I take my pick. I take a shit. And all you fake niggas, when I drop my shit, I run my shit. I own my shit. I'm on my shit. I'm on some shit. Some more shit. shit, I pay my rent, I pay my team, they make me rich, I make them rich, ain't that some shit, now watch this look, more cash, more money, more fame, I'm the realest nigga in this fucking game, I came up, off the corner, all grind, make these crappy niggas, respect my mind, I run my shit, I own my shit, I'm on my shit, I'm on some shit, some owner shit, Range Rover shit, I came to slice bread off the loaf of shit, and get you niggas off that feet up on the sofa shit. A crazy motherfucker named Nipsey. I'm turned up cause I grew up in the 60s. Caution to you rap niggas trying to diss me. I go hard. That's why your bitch wanna flip me. Big guns, nigga turn rivals into rosaries, extended clips. I give a fuck who you supposed to be. Straight off the block, I sold dope to buy groceries. Now it's rap money, no advances, all royalties. Broke nigga, you can follow me. It's fuck bitches, get money, keep some hollow heads logically. And I'm for where I'm a side boost the economy. Pay taxes to these corners and putting their workers a policy. It's white chalk on the corners. It's yellow tape on the gates. Choppers up above, that's cuz a tiny lokes run the streets where I'm from. Wanna slice? Got to roll the dice, that's why All my life, I've been grinding all my life Look, all my life, been grinding all my life Sacrifice, hustle pay the price Wanna slice, got to roll the dice That's why, all my life, I've been grinding all my life Look, I'm married to this gang, that's who I made my wife Said I'd die alone, I told that bitch she probably right One thing that's for sure, not a stranger to this life Got a safe that's full of Franklin's and a shoulder full of stripes Ah, don't know a nigga like myself I say self-made, meaning I design myself. County jail fades, you can pull my file yourself. Spot rays, swallow rocks, I'm getting high myself. Yeah. Damn right, I like the life I built. I'm from West Side 60, shit, I might got killed. Standing so tall, I think I might got stills. Legendary baller like Mike, like Will. 96 Impala, thug life on wheels. Up against the wall, squabble at Fox Hills. Like a motherfucking boss, ask me how I feel. Successful street nigga touching them first mail. <laughs>
Or I shoot you out the barrel of my gun and fuck you like a nigga held a grudge I ain't the type to talk goofy off the drugs I take a girl hard just because She cut ties with them scrubs No answer, but apparently it was Shout out, don't talk to me Get your bread out Yeah, we use the I'm trying to fuck, you ain't gotta be a scientist to know that Getting to that money, nothing before that Bitch, I do you dirty, dirty like a flow mat Yeah, I'm tired of him by what you need, bitch I'm tired of paying for your weeks, bitch I'm tired of you fucking me, trying to get pregnant Knowing if you had a baby, your broke ass couldn't help it I be riding through the city, banging two chains I ain't worried about the police, I got two names Keep the strap, cause sometimes you gotta do things She give away that pussy like loose chains Trying to have a nigga, baby, but still another JJ This ain't recess, bitch, you know I don't play play Just bought an AK, just took a vacay Bitch, you broke, you Bitch, you broke, shout out Don't talk to me, it's so bad I, Yeah, we used to fuck, but I got fed up We eat, all my niggas fed up Bitch, you broke Shut up, don't talk to me It's so bad I, Yeah, we used to fuck, but I got fed up We eat, all my niggas fed up Hey, how you fuck for cash, but you not a hoe And how I'm gonna respect you if your pockets broke On your rap sheet, a whole lot of bros It's a clinic on Western, bitch, you oughta go You broke your pussy stank, you borrowed clothes Lost the little ass that you had playing with your nose I dedicate this to my last hoe Swear I got cash and start acting like an asshole Catch up, keep up, cutlass with the beat up I be buying pounds, so no, we can't piece up Rolly with the crown, bet you wanna fuck the king, huh? It's money over bitches, pussy, never fuck this thing up She still fanning when she see us I'm a grade A nigga, use a C plus I got a broom, I got a room, bitch, clean up Hit the blade and pay my fee up. Back Positions, your next you know, nigga. Rap sheet full of felonies. Yeah. Status symbol on my set of keys. They say I was selling dreams. Back to the brick wall, I'm in hell of trees. Visualizing hella cheese, you can smell a weed. Niggas doubt pessimism ain't affecting me. Fuel to the fire, took it higher than they ever seen. Frequent flights sink like seven seas. Shopping spree, spend about 11 G's. Eyes bloodshot, I don't never sleep. My niggas act on instinct, we don't never think. When confronted with a problem, we don't never flee. We connected at the bottom like the letter V So accustomed to the pop and we don't even blink When them shots go off, get the Glock show off Yellow tape a nigga, he grew up to hate a nigga Nothing major nigga, just a demonstration nigga Within the matrix nigga, I drew illustrations with him Words that is, for sure that is Look, that nigga got his off the curb that is So how the fuck is nigga so concerned with his? I be baffled by the fact when niggas burn their bridge And try to double back like, what the fuck is that like? Last time that I checked, it was five chains on my neck. It was no smut on my rep. Last time that I checked, I was selling zones in the set. Make a quarter mil, no sweat. Last time that I checked, I'm the streets voice out west. Legendary self made progress. Last time that I checked, first you get the money, then respect, then the power in the hoes come next. Last time that I checked, I've been self made from the dribble. I was been saying I'm a killer. Nah. Playing no games with you niggas, pop clutch, switch lanes on you niggas. Nah. I 
laid down the game for you niggas Taught you how to charge more than what they paid for you niggas On the whole thing for you niggas Reinvest, double up, then explain for you niggas It gotta be love Run the city, it gotta be cuz It's for the pieces, I took off the Monopoly board Hey, y'all niggas false claims, it gotta be fraud Just keep the hood about your mouth and you gotta be charged I doubled up, tripled up, nigga what? Banged on the whole game, I ain't give a fuck Body trippin', handle business, got my digits up And when I drop, you know I'm back to fuck Fuck out, try Fuck down, try Yeah, nigga, fuck down, try I don't like your yeah, ass, Yeah, fuck down, try Yeah, fuck down, try Yeah, fuck down, try yeah, nigga, fuck down, try. Yeah, yeah, so fuck down, try. Yeah. Nigga, in my trip and let me know. I thought all that Donald Trump bullshit was a joke. Know what they say when rich niggas go broke. Look, Reagan so cold. Obama so hope. Donald Trump spent his trust for money on the vote. I'm from a place where you probably can't go. Speaking for some people that you probably ain't know. It's pressure built up and it's probably gonna blow. And if we say go, then they probably gonna go. If you vote Trump, then you probably all dope. And if you like me, then you probably ain't know. And if you been in jail, you can probably still vote. We let this nigga win, we gon' probably feel broke. You build walls, we gon' probably dig holes. And if go ahead, do it. What's up? Hey, hey, sussel in the house. You ain't talking money, put a muzzle on your mouth. Cars, cash in the mouth. Got bras at the house, getting smashed on the couch. Flights. Somewhere down south, and I'm somewhere in the front, cause I'm somebody that count money in all of my accounts. Show my little homies what this ballin' is about. Got the broly on my wrist, Cuban on my neck. She say, is that Elvis Presley? I say, no, that's Malcolm X. Why you someone famous? I say, if you in the rap. But do it make a difference? Why you interested in that? Nah, <laughs> Miss me with the cat. See, I'm the type to hit you once and never call you back. See, I'm the type of nigga, hear my song and throw a stack. When they play this in the club, you gotta ask, throw it back. Hey. You already know though, my bag Louis Stewart and my girl to this polo I smell like YSL and I dress like I'm from Solo And these cats are so on, that's the model, baby, oh, chow, oh, chow Late night, niggas at the Shell D Bird out gang signs to the pale beast Big guns, long clips, and they well grease Black woman on my $20 bill, Chris Headshot, man down in the bill, sheesh Enemies, MCs, and get Swiss cheese Double back, 10 minutes, made a big scene Bullets start flying by, nigga, that's a sick breeze While I'm here, take a pic, please You know legends die young, rest in peace, Prince and Pimp C From the block to the big leagues Self-made millionaire, white America ain't pimp me Don't tell me that it's scared, D Don't tell me that I'm tripping, only listening to my instincts Step back for the increase, hustle ain't got it mapped out, know the fifth Yeah, look. Hey. Late night niggas. time in that colors. All these young hoes is fucking. All these young niggas is hustling. Pull up thick to that function. Pull out guns and start busting. Cause niggas not with no fussing. Roll up cushions, shoot hundreds. And take your bitch like it's nothing. We was living fast, we was rushing. Niggas burnt and crashed on that dumb shit. And it's fucking sad cause we was puppets. Had to learn so fast to switch hustles. And my back. I swell honey, and my fucking pack is illustrious, and I still kill one of you niggas. Cause I'm not ready for the fuck shit. And we was raised around hustlers, Rolex chains and case busting, super sports and box colors, and pull off fast and burn rubber. Pull out cash like it's nothing. Cause all these young niggas is hustling, all these young hoes is fucking. Summertime in that colors.
Pull up in motorcades. I got a show today. It's all I'm trying to do. Hustle and motivate. Choppers are throw away. Hustle the overway. That's why they follow me, huh? They think I know the way. Cause I took it to the things. Falling the stone away. And if you pattern my trend, I make you my protege. Crossing that soldier race. Niggas don't know them days. Take you in back of the buildings. Make you expose your rage. rage. Take you across the tracks. Make you expose your face. face. Now you official now. But you got a soul to save. I just been cooking that note. I'm about to drop in the fuel. Think if I call it the great, the people gon' call it the truth. I ain't really trip on the credit. I just paid all of my dues. I just respected the game. Got my name all in the news. Trippin' on all of my moves. Quote me on this, got a lot more to prove. Remember I came in this bitch, fresh out the county. <laughs> you in trouble? Check me out. Pay us now. Check me out. Or pay me double. Check me out. New Nipsey hustle. Check me out. New Nipsey hustle. Check me out. New Nipsey hustle. Check me out. Nigga, fuck it. Check me out. Nigga, fuck it. I came from nothing. Shootouts in public. Riding buses. Buying business. It's buying buckets. Knock me off from my grind, that's what they was. My life was ugly, then I got money. Caught a glimpse of that, but that's not for me. She say she love me, she thinks she love me. She want my money, I think she funny. Uh. All, all bad bitches. V12 bitches. Broke niggas die slow. While the rich get richer, uh Shit like that, shit like that Side, nigga, know that they ain't fucking with the flow I provide. Y'all, 
Notice how I started out of flow, has evolved. The me and Rollo styles like Wade and LeBron. And it's all money again, and your bros is in charge. Hoes of Minaj with a bros cart blanche. And them out of town sweets, cause they know we the ones. Equity, nigga, what I'm chosen, of course. No 360s, clothing and tour. When I do drop, I'ma blow past niggas, and I toe tag niggas like I told them before. Got flow, got horse. Got no get more. Fuck my, get yours, and the show just started, nigga. Hold your applause. Try to get to my spot. Look, you gotta go up floors. I put the six on stock. I was running through tires like chicks on tour. And if I'm at the game, you can bet your bottom dollar that I sit on floor. And if I'm at the fight, you can bet your bottom dollar sweat hit my horse. Won't take no loss. Uh, won't take days off. Uh, we go so hard uh, until we fall. Uh, won't take no loss. Uh, won't take days off. Uh, we go so hard uh, until we fall. Uh, niggas dream our Westside, California, they run a bone. Ask you where you from and check your tats under your clothes. Go hard, make sure my knot's swollen. Fuck you, say the wrong hood, bullets explode. And I trust you, people these days, cause that's gold. I see niggas get killed for who they roll with and chose to keep inside they circle. Satan sitting on your sofa. Same nigga that shot you was the one you used to smoke with. Cold shit, my whole clique notorious. You heard of us, six soldiers, murder us, you still serving clubs, jealous nigga, you broke the fuck, yo bitch on my nuts, spilling Patron out my cup, she can't get enough, buffer me down as I puff on the finest cush, they say I be doing too much, I just do my stuff, yeah, I just do my stuff, hustle, hustle, Summer 018, man, 
shut the season. About to make my partners look like fucking cheese. We was in the regal, it was me and Steve. We done took a dream and turned it to a scene. Anything I wanted, everything I needed. Gotta pace yourself, it's all about your baby. You can have it all, it's all about your race. I done took my name and carved it in the semen. So I made her switch seats. Driving there, police chopper here flying there. Plus your phone till you back online. 